Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 So uh, we're going to try on our, uh, what, what do you call that thing, Brady? Is a stethoscope? Is that what doctors use? Yes, your, that, yeah, is, yeah, stethoscope. that is the correct term. That's that yeah. thing? All right, we're going to use one of those, and we're going to do it on the air while on radio, and we're going to let everybody else listen in to the heartbeat and just check the pulse. I'll explain what we mean coming up here in just a minute. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So, Brady Quinn, the representative of Cleveland Cavalier fans all across the country, a native of Ohio. Let me pull out this stethoscope. No, not that. Let me pull the other one out here, Brady Quinn, and let me just go ahead and uh, set it against your chest. Again, not that one. Okay, here we are. We're ready to go. And let's go ahead and listen to the heartbeat of Brady Quinn as the Cavs get annihilated in game one at home. Brady, how you feeling as a Cavs fan? Not concerned at the slightest, okay? I mean, LeBron James has won how many, how many first-round games in a row in the East? I mean, this is the first loss uh, he's had in, what, five years? Is that, is that about right, I, I want to say? Who cares? Give or take. Uh, so I don't care. The Cavs will be playing in the Eastern Conference Finals. 
I felt pretty confident about them winning the Eastern Conference, but after seeing the Sixers and now I'm kind of looking at the field thinking, all right, maybe this, this Cavs team doesn't have the firepower that you, know, you thought they once had. And I also think LeBron's missing one vital piece to a lot of his teams that were able to win championships, and that's, that's, that's that number two option, right? That true guy who could really take over in the clutch when they needed him most. They don't have Kyrie anymore in Cleveland. He was that guy. And obviously in Miami, it was Dwayne Wade. And so that component, that's no longer there. And even though he played well, what another triple-double, uh, it's not going to be enough. He's got to have some support. He's got to have some help. Well, but I'm a, not concerned. Well, wait a minute. Uh, hold on a second. I mean, you're, you're saying he's missing a second component. Everything I heard after they made that blockbuster move at the deadline and made all those trades was that they were a better team all of a sudden. I heard from everybody they were a better team. You know, because when you take out a bunch of guys that have either won NBA championships or have had a ton of playoff experience and are just better players, and you insert Rodney Hood, Jordan Clarkson, and Larry Nance, all of a sudden, I guess you're a better team. And you're seeing it. <laughs> no, they're not. What? Like, it, that's what I don't understand. What do people always tell us about the NBA playoffs? They say talent wins, right? Like the team yeah. with the best players is going to win. You got you have worse players than you had before the trade. So why would anybody think this is going to be a cakewalk for them? I, I just well, don't see it. I, I think they're looking at what, what the hard part about answering that question is one, LeBron James typically raises the level of play of everyone else out around him, right? He attracts a lot of attention, and maybe there's some thought there that that's going to help some of those guys out where they may not be household names when they get to the Cavs. That doesn't mean they don't develop into that. Okay, um, I mean Matthew Del Vadova. <laughs> he was a guy who played some considerable minutes and had played well at times <laughs> for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Think about that. I know. Like if he's not playing next to LeBron <laughs> James, he doesn't look the same. Okay, isn't it, isn't it great? I can't wait. Like so, they won the title. What was it? 2015 is when they won the title officially. The 2015 season. Yeah, it was 2016. But uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so we'll say 2000. Uh, okay, 2016. In 2026, they're going to have a 10-year championship reunion, and Timothy Mozgov and Matthew Dellavedova are going to be there. Think about that. <laughs> okay? Like, people are looking around going, who the hell are these guys? <laughs> like, like, what is this, the Russian mob? Somebody get these guys out of here. Oh, that's that's typically when the security comes in. Like, sir, <laughs> sir, please, please me, get sir. away from Mr. James. Excuse please me. Please get away excuse from the rest me, of the team. Really tall, awkward sir. Could you please leave the building? Um, yeah, so it, it it is crazy what what the fact and that doesn't this scream too though when you see this team is clearly worse than the last two years, right? We all agree. Yeah, I, I mean talent wise, yes. To to your earlier point, talent typically does win in the NBA, and this team lacks that. But I, I do think they're a better shooting team. It's just you know you, if you live by the shot, you're going to die by the shot, and if if you can't if you're not able to sustain that throughout the playoffs, which typically you know these guys are going to get worn down. And it's not like Cleveland has a really deep bench. And so, you know, those guys are going to have to play a lot of minutes. And I just I can't see that um, playing out well for them down the stretch. You know who lives by the shot? Mm. Alden Smith. That is uh, – Well, we digress. That's, that's, that's pretty inappropriate for this early <laughs> no, in the show. I don't believe that it is, actually. He's got uh, a problem, man. Come on. Okay. All right. Sure. Well, you you go ahead. Have fun with the violins. I'm trying to do a real show here, man. All right. All right. We're getting after it. Okay. Uh, all right. So, uh, and, and trust me, he's not the. Oh, there's somebody else in the NFL that's going to get in a little bit, anyways. So we've got a we got a, a gentleman decided to take a nap right uh, right in front of an off ramp on a highway. So we're going to go ahead and we'll get to that guy coming up later. But I don't know. I just think 
this Cavs team appears to be like not the shoe in to the NBA Finals, and if they do get to the NBA Finals, they're going to get annihilated. Which is why, if I'm LeBron James, like you can't you can't really depend on anybody consistently, right? So he, I'm that's why I said it last week. I want LeBron James to turn into Bo Jackson from Tecmo Bowl. Do it all yourself. <laughs> Seriously, I want to see how far he can get because I think he can win a few games just based on his talents alone. I really here's do. here's your problem with that analogy. You know who the other back was in Tecmo Bowl with Bo Jackson? Oh, well, I mean, let's go through the great. Can we have some uh, game no, show? No, let's, no, let's, no, 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 no. I have some ideas here. Let's get here. to it. Okay, let's get to let, it. Can we have some game show music here. I want to list off a couple of great Raider running backs since we're on the top here. And we're, we're here on the topic, and, and football is our, our bread and butter here on Fox Sports Radio. So you were talking about, let's see, let's go all the way back into my mind, video game mind. Let's think about great Raiders running backs from back in the day that were in the backfield with Bo Jackson. Let me go ahead and let me just rack my brain here real quick. Okay. Uh, Zach Crockett. <laughs> John Ritchie. Okay. Not any of those. I'm trying to think, trying to think. Um, Marcus Allen. Yes. That would be hey, correct. Marcus all Allen. right. Yeah. And uh, that's that's the whole point is with that Bo Jackson who was so good, uh, Tech Mobile did take account for the fact that Marcus Allen was in the backfield too, and he actually could do some damage with the football. So that, that's the point we're trying to make. As good as LeBron is, he still needs a Scottie Pippen, if you will. He still needs that Kyrie, that Dwayne Wade. He needs something else because these other teams are stacked. And 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 if you're looking at like the end game, it, it's for Cleveland. It's about getting to the finals and winning. You know. I would be, I would be, I'd still be shocked, even as bad as they played today, or as bad as they looked if they didn't win the East. But you know, it's about winning against one of these powers out of the West. Golden State seems to be the leader in the clubhouse, but Houston looks good. OKC looks good. Uh, I just, it's not going to be an easy road for them. I mean, you look at all those teams; they are stacked with talent. It's just, it's funny how arrogant Cleveland Cavalier fans have gotten. It really is funny because. <laughs> Like like several years ago, there was no arrogance. There was a, we hate this guy, F LeBron James, he burned us, we don't have any luck. And you win a title, and now all of a sudden, <laughs> nothing bothers us. One game, doesn't matter, we're still a shoo-in. Which is crazy, <laughs> because a year from now, when he's not on the Cleveland Cavaliers, it's going to be a whole different mood with Cav fans, and it's going to be the warden off Shawshank Redemption. Man up and vanish like a fart in the wind, and you guys are going to be looking around going, what happened to our playoff game? Here's, here's what I think Cleveland Cavalier fans, because I fall into that category, okay? Because I'm not concerned in the slightest right now. <laughs> no, you're the most arrogant but, fan I've ever met. But I do think we took for granted like how much better some teams are getting. Look, the Celtics, um, the Celtics, if they were healthy, if they had Kyrie, if they had Gordon Hayward, with even what they were able to do, to do today, like they would legit be a contender. Like that would concern me a lot more as far as the Eastern Conference Finals go. But that, that doesn't mean like Toronto's not a layup either. I think it's 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 probably not a good matchup um, because I don't think they have anyone that can that can guard LeBron. Not that anyone really can, uh, but even then, uh, I don't think that's as big of an issue for the Cavs. And and then you look at the Sixers, man. I mean that team's up and coming. I mean Ben Simmons looks to me. Everyone kind of so talks good. about his size <laughs> and his so how fluid he is, and they like y'all looks like Magic Johnson. You know who else everyone compared to Magic Johnson? LeBron James. Yeah. That that's that's how kind of when I watch him, he's not as like powerful when he goes to the rack. 
but he's got a lot of the same skill set for guys. What six ten? Yeah, he's 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 a crazy talent. It's like when you we had a conversation about Cam Newton. I remember you telling me that you watched Cam Newton, and it was like it was like so, watching a demigod. Yeah, it was so easy for him. Like he would make throws and do things, and it's like it's just so easy. And it and it's like if you're another player, it's sometimes demoralizing because you can't do any of those things. Ben Simmons, you watch him play, and it just looks easy. It just looks like he doesn't have to try. He knows where everybody's going to be. And this guy's basically a rookie. I know he's a year into the league, and then he started playing, but he's basically a rookie. And they they blew out Miami, a team that, quote, everybody was trying to avoid, the most avo- avoided team in the East. They blew out Miami without Joel Embiid. Yeah, so, that's, yeah Philly looks, that's a whole other topic, by yeah. the way, what's going on with the Heat and Hassan Whiteside. I mean, I'm, I'm down here in South Florida, so I obviously get – to hear some of the inside scoop on that, but uh, th- th- they'll be they'll be parting ways in the not so distant future. Well, I mean, it could be worse. It could be the Marlins. So <laughs> that's always that's always is that coming from Z. a guy who lives in L.A. where the Dodgers haven't got off to the hardest hottest start. What do I care? Well, you, oh wait, hold on a second. You mean hashtag this team? You mean hashtag this team? Remember that? Remember that fun uh, uh, merry-go-round we went through last year? Hashtag yeah. this team. Come on, yeah. man. That's another example of why when you get a chance to win, you better you better take care of business because you can never guarantee I'm getting back there again. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. And and look, if, just for the Dodgers fans out there, they did start off ten and twelve last year. So it's not like they got off to the hottest start in the beginning of the season, but they were able to put together and string together a. What, 20-some wins, whatever it was, 26 wins in a row, something ridiculous like that? How about you and I in this first segment, baby? How about that little NBA playoffs, a little bit of NFL uh, DUI conversation, a little bit of uh, (laughs) Major League Baseball talk? I mean, is there anything we can't do? Rookie of the Year talk, Philadelphia 76ers, what can't we do? Literally nothing. And and after we come back for this next break, I'll tell you what else we've added to our arsenal. It's it's something that happened happened today, and it's actually a surprise to you. I'm not even going to tell you. So I'm going to wait until we come back for the break. All right, so then I've got to make up a tease here based on having no information about what we're going to get to. Exactly. All right, okay, so I will have a tease. I'm just going to reset it for the audience. This is Radio Formatics on the air for everybody involved. By the way, the Rockets are up on the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves for anybody that cares. Uh, And the Oklahoma City beat the uh, Utah Jazz. All right, so that guy's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. This is the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, we are going to unveil the most shocking surprise to a member of Sports Talk Radio that has ever been delivered on this network in this time slot by Brady Quinn. That's next. A little Pearl Jam on a Sunday night. Yeah. All right, man. Was this this, Jeremy? This takes me back, though. No. Oh. This is college, man. This was college for me. All right. Yeah. We'll leave those stories untouched. <laughs> we will, <laughs> we will leave uh, those stories untouched. Ooh, uh, that guy times. there is uh, Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we are coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, we will keep you updated on all the huge, huge sporting events going on tonight. And by huge sporting events going on tonight, I mean the Minnesota Wild with a 6-2 lead over some team whose uh, abbreviation is WPG, which I believe is uh, Wildlife, Penguins, and Gorillas, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Winnipeg. Sorry. Yeah, that's a hockey team. So Yes, yes it is. So we've got uh, that going on. All right, so Brady Quinn, um, before the break – we teased, and you have a surprise that yes. apparently just went down that you want to surprise me on the air. Now, now, full disclosure for people listening out there, I have no idea what the hell he's about to do. Um, 
and I'm a little little concerned. So have your hands near the dump button, uh, Bobo, Roberts, DeSager. <laughs> Let's call in backups here if we need to. Uh, this this could get risky here. So Brady Quinn, what's the big surprise? Well, it's not so much a big surprise; it's more of an announcement. Uh-huh. Uh, you are talking to a president. That is correct. I was recently elected today as the president of our HOA. So uh, I am the president of oh, what is, yeah, hey, about 300 households you know what? Uh, down hey, where I live. Hey, yeah. round of applause for Brady Quinn. Can we get a Thank round you. of applause? We've Thank got a you. live yeah. studio audience here. So when uh, Bobo gets off um, uh, Snapchat, we've got a round of applause from our book. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bobo's on uh, LatinCupid.com, so we got a uh, a round of applause. I'm on BlackPeopleMeet.com. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay? God, oh, sorry about stop, that. Bobo. You're on that half the time. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Well, oh, Brady's on the board. God. There it is. Um. So, uh, all right, president of the HOA. Good for you, man. Yeah, yeah, and and thank I think you. I think what sealed it is that we talked right before you went in to the HOA meeting. Yes, yes. Yeah. And there was, you know, a little bit of lobbying going on. There was a vote for it. Uh wasn't contested though. Was not contested. Uh some people were up and and legitimately dropped out. Who's, so who, uh who's going to contest it with you? Well, you know, there's some people who uh, I think have agendas and maybe there's some things they wanted to get done. But look, didn't want to spend too much time on this topic, but I I wonder I think we should, you know, change All right. Change the name. There should be a nickname, maybe an intro, and we could have like a a segment once a week moving forward about the HOA. Yeah. The well, I, I'm thinking about how HOA sounds if you don't read it letter by letter and you just you just say the word, and I, that could be deemed inappropriate. So, <laughs> um, I don't I don't want to call you uh, a hoe president because that doesn't sound. Um, very appropriate. So what I would say is that we could probably work on that. We'll effort that, and we'll have a, a brand-new title for Brady Quinn uh, at yeah. some point during the show. At some point, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll work on that. We, we, now, we've got to kind of make it appropriate, yes, right? Yes, of course. Look, <laughs> when you become president of an HOA, Jonas, uh, we, we can't you know do something to kind of trip that up. How about this? Because it's HOA, the HOA constrictor. Oh, huh? I now, love now that. we're working. All right, Dual now we're working too, over right? here. Yeah. <laughs> you better believe it. Yeah. Now we are working yeah, over I here. Know what you're doing. Yeah. Good God, is anybody in that stall? All right, so Brady, um, <laughs> what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So I'm a little surprised by you because you – so the Des Bryant release takes place. Des Bryant gets released by the Dallas Cowboys. And you have sort of a differing opinion on this than I think a lot of people out there. I was not surprised at all by it. I didn't I, – I am still struggling to find out why anybody would be surprised by it. What did you make of the Cowboys' release of Des Bryant? You know, here, here's my issue with it. What would be the risk of them – and I, I am asking you this question. What would be the risk of them – keeping him for one more year because if you look at the terms of his contract, they're going to owe him like $16 bucks. I mean, they can make it like a post-June um, cut or designation, which means I think they'd, they'd maybe be able to trim like $4 million off that. Um, I've got to go back and look it over, but he's essentially accounting for $6 million on the cap. So if, if that's what you're going to owe him, what's the point? If you can't really get those cap savings, why not get through this year where his contract becomes a little bit more reasonable? Um, or at the at the very least, I mean, and maybe they did try to shop him around to trade him, and no one wanted to absorb that contract. But still, keep 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 his services for another year 
Because you, you know what I did as soon as he got released? I started looking at different rosters. And I, I literally I looked at the NFC East because I, th- I felt like he's like a vindictive type of guy, right? Like as soon as he hits the free agent market, oh, yeah. he says to his agent, call Washington, call Philly, call New York. I want to play Dallas twice a year. You know, he seems like that kind of guy. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. I kind of love that when guys go ahead and take the initiative to stick it back in their old employer's face twice a year. Um, but you know what I ended up doing? I kind of circled back to the Cowboys roster, and I was like, they could use Des Bryant this year. <laughs> like, that, that roster between Deontay Thompson, Terrence Williams, Cole Beasley, I mean, who, who can you really rely on? And I, I know Des Bryant took a step back last year, but I don't know that he was 100% healthy the entire time, and it's not all on him. Some of it has to do with the transition to Dak Prescott. Some of it has to do with the fact that um, you know th- their offense wasn't really in sync. It seems like they struggled last year, especially in the six games that Zeke Elliott wasn't there. So I don't necessarily know that they needed to cut ties with the guy when they still owed him money, and he still would have been the best receiver on the roster this year. Well, then that only leaves one reason as to why they got rid of him, because they didn't want to be in the Des Bryant business any longer. They want to know part of him. Because like it, it leads to... First of all, why did they wait so long? Secondly, you know, the fact that they didn't even offer him a pay cut, even though he alluded months ago or well, a couple of months ago that he did not want, he was not willing to accept the pay cut. They just didn't want him around anymore. And, and when you bring up the, you know, I knew he's a vindictive guy and all that stuff. I don't, I don't know why nobody close to him didn't tell him, hey, man, put your phone down. What are you doing? Like he, he looked like a 16-year-old who got dumped at prom. Like, stop. Put your phone down. Stop retweeting every Photoshop of you and another team's jersey. Stop retweeting compliments. Uh, don't go immediately and do an interview with the NFL Network and talk about uh, Garrett's guys and start calling people out and say you're a direct guy, and then all of a sudden you're going passive-aggressive towards the end of the interview. I just, like, like it's somebody around him should have just pulled him aside and said, man, just, it's over. Like, let's move on. Let's try and have a good time and just figure it out from here. I think the one... The one, the biggest issue I have with the, this whole cut and this release is: Are the Dallas Cowboys any closer or any you know better at having a chance of winning a Super Bowl? No, and no, no is, is the answer. And and the problem with that is, is you still have your quarterback, Dak Prescott, on his rookie deal. So you look at the Cowboys; they're somewhat cash strapped. And even though Dez wasn't necessarily going to help that, they can't really get any tax sa- or, or um, cap savings this year with that release. That wouldn't kick into really next season. So, you know, at this point, again, I do think it was more about his personality and maybe wanting to move on. Uh, and maybe that leads you now to look at the draft and say, all right, this is a team that is going to be looking to take a guy like Cortland Sut- Sutton maybe out of SMU. You know, he's right there near the DFW area. Um, so that would make a lot of sense. He's a big body wide receiver, but in my, in my opinion, still raw, still needs some work. There's Calvin Ridley uh, out of Alabama, um, and he's a guy who's got speed. He's a precise route runner, good hands, but doesn't have the, the same type of size and, and wasn't, in my opinion, as dominant as you know a guy like Des Bryant was coming out of college. So if you're looking at those two prospects, Des Bryant was a much better prospect coming out of college. I know he's a, it's different now when you're trying to compare the two, because uh, Dez is almost 30, but still, you're not going to be able to find that guy to come in right away and have the impact that Dez Bryant could have. 
And and I think what you and the point about Dak Prescott being on his rookie deal so it gives you some flexibility. I think that's a big part of the reason that the Rams have been so aggressive this offseason because they yeah. know they've got uh, Jared Goff, whose first name is not Jack, despite what a lot of you people think. <laughs> uh, they've got him on his rookie deal, and that's why they've been able to swing for the fences this offseason and sign a bunch of big-time names to one-year deals because they're like, all right, let's go try and get it now and we can afford it because once you start paying your quarterback, a la the Seahawks, you're kind of in a, in a tough spot. I also think, um, you know, you, you look at go back to the Dallas Cowboys roster. Jason Wynn took a pay cut uh, this offseason to stay with the Cowboys. I mean, otherwise they probably would have to release him and move on. And, you know, I don't know what that conversation was behind closed doors. You know, I don't know if Jerry Jones was merely dictating to Dez, you know, look, uh, either take a pay cut or walk or this is how we feel and we can't trade you. Like, I have no idea what was said behind closed doors. Uh, I know this much. You know, again, his cap hit was $16 million. I believe he was slated to make somewhere like 12 something like that when you break it down. If you look at his market value and you start looking at some other you know, wide receivers who are around that 30 years old range, a la the Michael Crabtrees, the Sean Jacksons, Emmanuel Sanders, you know, those guys, on average, I mean, they're making around like $9.5 million. And you can't tell me slated like for what he was going to make. You can't tell me that he kind of went back and said, "Yeah, all right, I'll take a haircut. Like I'll take a little bit less for you guys to stay a Dallas Cowboy for one more year, and then we can reevaluate." Because look, being a free agent is great when you have leverage and when it's the beginning of free agency and teams are spending. A lot of these teams have allocated a lot of their cap right now, as, as far as what they wanted to spend in free agency. That's not saying they can't make room. But they have to be a little bit more creative um, as they as they look to sign a guy like Des Bryant because he's going to want another three four year contract. And in order to create that cap space, they might have to make some tough decisions, or he might just not get the offer that he's looking for. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. So this has uh, turned out to be one of the more bizarre stories in the NFL. Okay, a very bizarre situation involving a multiple-time Pro Bowler. Find out the latest next here on FSR. But for all the latest right now around everywhere else in sports, ladies and gentlemen, you roll out that red carpet. You stop whatever the hell else you're doing right now. <laughs> no, that's all right. You tell everybody to shut their damn mouths, and hey, you turn that hey. radio up, and you listen, and you pay attention to the great Steve DeSager. Good evening, Jonas. Good evening, Mr. President. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah! The HOA constrictor. Do you, do you have you, uh, an agenda, DeSager. things to accomplish your first 100 oh, you days in no office? you have no idea. You have no idea, DeSager. We got so much stuff cooking right now. Uh, <laughs> undergrounding, that's a big topic right now. What does that mean? Um, it, it, it's basically burying the power lines. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I exactly. thought it was so. your opponents now that you've risen to power. Well, Are you going to be blasting be. everybody on Twitter? Is that what you're raining? <laughs> no, no, no I, I will be very silent on <laughs> Twitter. Hold on a second. Regard. You guys live in a hurricane zone, and you haven't no. buried the power lines already? Uh, it's been a long time coming. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can imagine how it was easy to persuade people why I should be elected president. How, how many of your neighbors still churn butter in the front yards? What are you guys, Amish? <laughs> Brady lives in an Amish community all of a sudden. Yeah, there's an Amish boating community. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it is. Uh, well, Bartolo Colon is pitching right now, gents, and he's throwing a perfect game in the bottom of the sixth inning. Yes, Bartolo Colon in Houston against the defending World Series champs, outdueling Justin Verlander up one nothing in the sixth. Colon is uh, generously listed at 5'11", 285. 
He, uh, <laughs> I say generously. Uh, he first uh, started in the major leagues over 20 years ago. He doesn't have the fastball he used to, but he can pitch, and he's up one nothing in the sixth. Hey, who, quick question here. Let's go around. Uh, who looks more like Andre the Giant, Andrew Luck or Bartolo Colon? <laughs> Oh, gosh. I mean, that's a fair question. Steve, you want in on this? <laughs> well, it's hard to say that Bartolo Colon at 5'11 could be Andre the Giant, oh, but if he yeah, were standing yeah, on a couple point. of chairs. Yeah, I would think that works. I- I'll yeah. say this much. Andrew Luck sounds more like Andre the Giant. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, if you put that, what what was it, the black wrestling uh, sniglet? Is that what they call it? on The, the, the singlet. Yeah. Singlet, singlet, yeah. yeah. Sniglet, that was the old uh, Rich Hill. <laughs> Rich, Rich Hall, Saturday Night Live. Actually, that is one right there. It's it's talking about misspeaking. Update, it's two outs, bottom of the six. Still a perfect game for the Rangers. Cologne up one nothing. Are Houston. you jinxing this to Sager by announcing I think it? So. I, mean, I wish I had that power. If I would, I, I'd run for my HOA presidency. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in the NBA, Houston is at home and leading after the first quarter, 27-21 against Minnesota. It's Oklahoma City up one one game to none after an opening victory over Utah tonight, 116-108. Paul George, 36 points. Indiana's Victor Oladipo with 32 points in a win at Cleveland, 98-90. to Boston in overtime beat Milwaukee, 113-107. to By the way, plenty of postponements in baseball. Games canceled due to bad weather at Kansas City, at Chicago with the Cubs today, at Detroit, at Cleveland, at Minnesota, where they were snowed out all weekend, in fact. Now the Twins will play in Puerto Rico on Tuesday and Wednesday. Against the Indians, Tuesday night's game will be on FS1. Temperature in the 80s for that one. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinton, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Heads up, uh, 10 minutes from now here, he sent a tweet out earlier. Live bet Jesus will be somewhere floating around the uh, the building here at Fox Sports Radio. He is going to make a pick. He is red hot. Uh, he has uh, won the last three weeks, so live bet Jesus. And very confident. He sent a tweet out early. He normally doesn't do it, uh, but uh, very confident live bet Jesus. You can follow him on Twitter if you want to see uh, what we're talking about. At live bet Jesus, he wrote the following on social media earlier. He said, uh, quote, hello, my children. I haven't lost in almost a month. I'm so hot right now that I make Lucifer look like an otter pop. And tonight... <laughs> The financial flames continue with Brady Quinn and Jonas Knox. Get blessed at 945 Eastern Time, 645 Pacific, only on Fox Sports Radio. So I Not, get, uh, uh, not the humility. Not the humility that you would Ooh, expect yeah. out of the omnipotent being that is live bed Jesus. I got news but, for you. If I could walk on water, I, I'd walk around flipping people off. Like I, I, I would have so much confidence. <laughs> I would have so much confidence. Brady, um, what the hell is Richie Incognito doing? What's going on with this? <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. Um, I, I have no idea. And this is, you know, look, we just talked about Des Bryant and the potential of him taking a pay cut. Obviously, he didn't want to do that. Um, and I don't even know if it was presented to him. Nonetheless, he became a free agent. You know, Richie Incognito took one with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when you make that sort of decision and you're coming off of a Pro Bowl year and you've been – one of the key pieces, one of the key cogs in that on that offensive line group and leaders in that locker room, uh, which is a dramatic change from the image that was portrayed about him in Miami, right? Uh, but but he's been just that for that team. So you know, with all that being said, look, yeah, he's thirty four years old, but he's still playing at a high level. Oh, he's playing and, really well, and he's remained relatively healthy. So you know, I, I think you make that decision to take a pay cut. And then you kind of turn around and say to yourself, wait, what am I doing? 
Like, I'm 34. I don't have that many more years playing such a physical position. Uh, maybe I'm not so happy about this now. And your only recourse or the only way you can really get out is to retire at that point. Um, because, you know, then, you know, maybe they'll say, okay, he's not going to help us. Maybe they're, they'll, they'll be willing to kind of let, let you go your, your separate ways. Otherwise, you got to come back and, and state that you're, you're going to try to still play, but you don't want to play for them. Then you have to create um, this whole image that, you know, you're, you know, you're not a team guy anymore. And that's, that's part of how he's rebuilt his image from Miami. And this is the team that gave him an opportunity. So it's kind of tough, I think, for him uh, because, look, clearly they took a risk and it's paid off. He's helped their run game. He's helped protect their quarterbacks. And now you're looking at him saying he's, he probably wants to feel more appreciated. And they're kind of looking at him saying, look, we, we've done something that no one else maybe was willing to do. And, and so I'm sure he regrets it. And now they're trying to figure out, you know, does he want to play? Does he not? Is it more about the money and, and the fact that he had to take a pay cut? Um, I, think, I think he's just in a tough spot right now trying to figure that, all that stuff out during the offseason where, to be quite honest, then the stuff matters. What matters most is if he's going to be on the team next year when it comes time to actually play games. And here's to catch people up with the latest on this. So Richie Incognito last week announced his retirement on Twitter. Um, I believe he also fired his agency on Twitter. Or and, so he said. Yeah, I mean, who knows how legitimate yeah, that is. Yeah, I mean, but he, but he took to Twitter to do it. And then he did an interview with Vic Carucci of the Buffalo News, who's been covering the Bills for – uh, the longest time, uh, Vic Carucci, and he said, "I'm done. No chance I go back." He t- he said, uh, "Doctors have told me it's 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 doing damage to my liver and my kidneys. The stress, all this stuff. I'm told I'm done." And then Friday night, he sends a tweet to the Buffalo Bills PR and Buffalo and the Buffalo Bills saying, or to Buffalo Bills PR that says that was a short-lived retirement. See you Monday for off-season program. Hashtag made you look. And so everybody assumes, oh, okay, well, I guess uh, he's back on Monday. And then on Saturday, he sends one to the Bills PR and the Bills themselves saying, please release me from my contract. Contact Athletes First, the agency that he fired already, allegedly, for further updates. Thank you for your service. Please and thank you. Hashtag bye-bye. Now, I have a theory, okay? Yeah. Now, now, I can't speak to what happened uh, after he went back and, and asked for the Bills to release him. But I have a theory on something. I have an idea as to what happened when he called off the retirement on Friday. All right? Now, now I'm going to walk you through this. This is called okay. detective Let's hear work. It. All right? This yeah. is called detective work. You know, some people uh, like to break down box scores. Some people like to do detective work. I'm a detective. Okay? It's what I do. Richie Incognito. What's important about that tweet is not what he said. Okay? Quote, that was a short-lived retirement. See you Monday for off-season program. What's important about that tweet is the time and the location of the tweet, all right? (laughs) Because the time was at 6.20 p.m. Eastern time, and the location was in Manhattan, New York. So all together now, let's go Mm. ahead and say the two words that usually take place between 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. across this country that everybody, everybody takes part in. Ladies and gentlemen, all together now, two H's. Are you ready, Brady? One, yep. two, three. Happy, Happy hour. hour. Yeah. I think Richie, uh, in a nice day in Manhattan, the nicest day they've had in months, was probably about three or four margaritas deep and said, you know what? I love football. Why don't I just play again? And he fired off a tweet. And then he woke up the next morning and was like, oh, God. <laughs> like, like, now what do I do? You buying my theory? 
I'm with you. There's there's a lot of possibility uh, to this theory, okay? Um, and and maybe that's why you know there's the doctors are telling me he's got liver damage. I don't think it's just from football, all right? Maybe it was some other life choices, and and I think he wouldn't be the only one in that regard. But between painkillers and and you know drinking alcohol, that'll do some damage to your liver. Um, but th- I I think there's you know this theory's got some legs and. My my only problem with what you put out there is you said three or four margaritas. I mean, look, Richie Incognito yeah, is true. a gigantic human being. We're talking yeah. like six to seven uh, from five. Because I, I, who starts happy hour at three? Well, I, who start? I mean, uh, you, do I have to go there again? Yeah, I mean, Alden yeah, Smith. Do. Alden Smith. Uh, I mean, clearly. <laughs> I mean, do, like what you asked. Uh, um, who starts it? Well, no. I mean, look. Some places do it two to five seven. To seven. Yeah. Okay. Five to seven. Yeah. That, and the some and a lot of places do it three to seven. But you know, you've been in Manhattan before. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese do it from three to seven. <laughs> no, there is no happy hour at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> it's always happy. It's, it's called. Uh, it's called. If uh, if there was an open elevator shaft, I'd jump down it at Chuck E. Cheese. Is what it's called. That's the hour there. Um, <laughs> So you've been to Manhattan. I've been to Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. It's a good time. There's a lot of places to go at around 6 o'clock on a Friday, man. I mean, yeah. especially when the weather's nice and the sun's still up and it's like 70 degrees out. Manhattan's a fun place. That's what I believe happened. And maybe it was Cadillac margaritas. Maybe it was like three or four Cadillac margaritas. Okay. Maybe I, different. There you go. Yeah. I'm with you on that. But there's... Uh... There, there's a there's a chance that was the case. There's a, there's a chance. <laughs> it's very bizarre behavior. I just I'm trying. I'm doing my best to try and figure out what the hell he's thinking. Oh, I but. love the location of yeah. it. You're all about the location. <laughs> if that it. was like Albuquerque, it. New Mexico, you'd be like, eh, probably not. Yeah, no, I, I would come up with something though. Maybe I've edibles. been to Albuquerque. Edibles out there. Right? Yeah, you, you ever been to Albuquerque? Actually, I have. I've, yeah. I've driven through it once. Yeah, I went to a uh, Taco Bell in Albuquerque one time, and um, hmm, I've never felt more unsafe <laughs> in the history of my life. <laughs> Like I could never like you could have told me that I was getting uh, a physical by Edward Scissorhands and I would have felt more comfortable than I did sitting there in the drive through at Albuquerque, assuming I was just going to get shot at. Like I just assumed that was the next thing it was going to happen. But uh, never mind that. All right. We got a break, man. Uh, Bobo, can we please break? Jesus. All right, uh, Brady Sorry, Quinn, I Jonas was still on blackpeoplemeet.com. <laughs> yeah, Bra- yeah. Uh, Brady <laughs> Quinn, <laughs> Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, live bet Jesus is somewhere in the building. He is going to hand out cash on the air. Find out how next on FSR. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. So we will be hearing from a live bet Jesus. Coming up here in uh, just a couple of minutes on Fox Sports Radio. I have, I have no idea what he's going to pick. There's all sorts of stuff going on, Brady. I mean, he's got uh, uh, Timberwolves Rockets. There's the Winnipeg <laughs> no Jets. Chance. No uh, chance he goes Timberwolves Rockets. I, I mean, I, I, I don't have no, It's a nationally televised game. He, he can't oh. get away from his plan the last three weeks. It's, it's, it's most he of, stayed away from the spotlight. He's, yeah. he's been more in the shadows. Okay. And he's, well, he's done well. All right. Why change? All right. Well, I, I hate to take you off your ball-breaking horse, but these are the playoffs. Every game is nationally televised. So to me, um, I mean, he's going to go with something that a lot of people are going to be able to watch. By the way, did you see that uh, a couple what? of any, yeah, a couple of NHL games are going to be on the Golf Network or the Golf Channel? You see is that, that how NBC is doing it? I don't know. <laughs> like, how about that? Huh? The Golf Channel. Well, you know, golfers—they're huge hockey fans. Yeah, of course. It's like, it's like the same sport. By the way, I got Only a lot. Not. I got a lot of heat last week for uh, the rip job I gave the Masters. Gave, listen, gave him a little, uh, slapped him around a little bit. Sometimes it needs to happen, you know. 
Had to let him know. For, can we get back to the fact that you just said all the playoff games are nationally televised? Yeah. That is correct. But if you'll notice, this is the first round, and this is game one, for example, and we, we you haven't made these picks, or excuse me, Live Bet Jesus hasn't made these picks the last three weeks. He's picked non-nationally televised games. He's played it safe. He's waited till pretty much the end of the game where it seemed like the writing was on the wall. And that's been his strategy. So why would you stray away from that if it's allowed him to be so hot right now? Um, well, listen, I, I, I don't. Here's, here's the problem, and you can continue to make these mistakes because you assume that I am live bet Jesus. Okay? No, so no, I, 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 it, was, it was a Freudian slip, you know, uh, okay. by accident. Yeah, you're because because yeah. you're you're talking to me as if I'm live bet Jesus. For You've got a you, direct line to him, man. I do not have a direct line to him. I don't. I don't control his Twitter account. I have no idea what what the guy gets it. Like what what what's is the login? Okay, for those what, of you what's that the login look, of that, I how the hell do I know? It's not my Twitter account. For those <laughs> of you that are not familiar with live bet Jesus, this is what it is. He's a guy on the show. Brady's never met him. I have never met him. People think that I'm him. Brady thinks I'm him. Apparently, which he's is, touched you though, right? Well, I mean, he's. You know, but who hasn't? Um, <laughs> speaking of happy hour. Um, and so Brady is, is convinced that I am him. I am not him. But Live Bet Jesus is a character on the show that that started showing up about a year and a half ago, and he started making live bets on the air. I have never met him. A piece of paper falls down onto the desk, and I'd simply read what's on the paper. Why do you continue to mock the guy, Brady, he's a valued member of the show. I'm not mocking him. I'm just trying to ensure that he wins another week and so he can keep put, putting money in people's pockets. That's all I'm trying to do because here's the problem. I think he might be getting too cocky. Right. I think he might think that he's ready for that title fight. He's ready to be on the main stage. He's not there yet, okay? I think if he wins tonight with the same strategy that he's had, then maybe next week we see him on the national stage. Nobody with the Jesus. Oh my God. Oh, he's got an extra little kick in his step there, Brady. Oh man. I told you not to piss him off. Here we go. Lights are out in the studio. A, a, oh my God. There is a, a, a beam from the sky shining into the studio now, a pitch black studio, no offense, Bobo, and it's I cannot see a damn thing here uh, inside the Fox Sports Radio studios. A piece of paper is floating down onto the desk. I will read what's in this piece of paper. I'm assuming it's from Live Bet Jesus. Uh, one time it was a uh, you know a, a pick from Draymond Green from his Snapchat, and I, I was like, oh my god, why do I need to see a, a picture of a gas pump on the air? It makes no sense. So here we go. Uh, let me open up what is in the con. Let me read the contents. This is actual paper, actual true story. All right, here we go. It is tonight on the fifteenth of April, two thousand and eighteen. That I live bet Jesus for the fourth straight week put up a win, and I proclaim the Timberwolves plus 11. The Minnesota Timberwolves plus 11. Brady, this this thing, whatever he is, has got some balls on him, man. How about that? I love the pick. I can't wait to see how it turns out because we'll get to see it on the show. Oh, man. The lights are back on. Why are my pants off? So we have got a team in full control. There's a team in the NFL that's got all the power in the world. 
And so we're going to decipher exactly what the hell is happening because some of it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. My man, Brady Quinn. The start of hour two, man, hour one was, uh, I've already gotten the early results in. Hour one has been voted the highest rated segment of this show or of, of rated hour of this show on this network so far tonight. That's between us. That is uh that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Although I'm not sure uh I'm not sure really what to do with that information. Yeah, well I'm, I'm just, again I'm just, you know, I didn't need the attitude. <laughs> just <laughs> just delivering a little bit of good yeah. news here. Look, I, I, I'm I'm torn right now. All right, because we didn't have a ton of time to dissect the pick. Intentionally, Jesus. Yeah, intentionally. And uh, I know I know we don't want to bring in this hour with it because (laughs) Houston went on a little bit of a run and all of a sudden the uh, the uh, Timberwolves are down by seven. So they've come back a little bit. But yeah, yeah, Houston's all of a sudden got in control here at halftime. Yeah. So. uh, So, yeah, Uh, for those of you that did not tune in live, bet Jesus made his pick uh, just a few minutes ago and uh, he got the the Minnesota Timberwolves plus 11. Yeah, and I'm hearing some rumblings that he may have been stalling extra long, hoping he could get like that half point. You know that they're off, <laughs> that they're offering right now. <laughs> Wouldn't love that half point. Well, yeah. it, like, as I said before, he got a little cocky, didn't yeah, he? Uh, he wanted to go on the big stage because uh, he was won three weeks good. in a row. Couldn't right. wait just another week. Had to had to go with the big boys. Yeah, Could just bet on Winnipeg or someone like yeah, that. Definitely, uh, definitely did. Uh, all right, so uh, Brady Quinn Jonas Knox here on FSR. Brady. Uh, and by the way, uh, Bartolo Colon, who looks like uh, Andre the Giant cut in half, uh, Bartolo Colon has a perfect game uh, between the Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros, and they are in the bottom of the eighth. So we will keep you updated. If Andre the Giant does indeed throw a perfect game, we will let you know. Um, all right, so the you saw something that I think sort of bothered you, and uh, yeah. we, used to, we used to have fun with this a couple of times about a year ago. It was called What's Bugging Brady? And uh, there's nothing that I like more. Well, there's there's a few things I like more in life, but none of them I can talk about on the air because we'll get fired. <laughs> but there's uh, there one of the things that I really enjoy is when you get a red ass about something. Okay, <laughs> so there's something that you saw that sort of irritated you regarding the top of the NFL draft. Please explain what bothers you about a a sort of narrative regarding the New York Giants. There's this narrative, and it's all surrounded around whether or not the Giants are going to take a quarterback at number two overall. And you and I have discussed this a a little bit, probably enough to really cover the topic um, for what we all know, okay? But here's the issue. Because the draft is coming up, and there's people who like to manipulate the media, a la the agents, uh, all sorts of different crap gets thrown around. And everyone just speculates and everyone titles things as quote-unquote league sources to then you, to, to then sit there and, and create these um, draft scenarios or to create these rumors, if you will, when none of them are actually coming from the people that matter. And those are the teams that are picking and the general managers or head coaches that are actually picking. Um, so... That bothers me, and you know, look, I, I don't like to point out specifics, but I will in this case, only because Pro Football Talk does a pretty good job of of talking about some, you know, more of the current events of the NFL mm-hmm. and those topics. But 
It's a reach, and they they utilized basically a a post from the New York Post by Paul Schwartz talking about his take on the Giants quarterback situation, and this was no different. It was no different than anything that's been discussed, that basically this is the scenario. If Sam Darnold goes number one to the Cleveland Browns, the Giants are not going to take a quarterback. They would take either Sam or Saquon Barkley or Bradley Chubb, so either the running back out of Penn State or the D-end. Uh, out of North Carolina State. But if the Cleveland Browns take Josh Allen, the quarterback out of Wyoming, then the Giants would take Sam Darnold with the number two overall pick. Now, look, I can agree with this logic, okay? One, uh, if, if you have a quarterback that you love and you think you can get him, right, it makes sense then to say, look, we've got to strike and we've got to take Sam Darnold because – we don't feel like this prospect comes around very often. We'd love for him to learn from Eli Manning. And look, we're not that bad. We had a terrible season last year. We've got a new head coach, a new general manager. We're not going to be back here again anytime soon. And we don't want to get caught in the middle of the draft uh, in, in quarterback purgatory, where we're sitting there somewhere between you know, 12 and 18, and we can't really get the quarterback we want because we have to trade up so high. So, yes, there's some logic to that, okay, if it's the right guy falls to them. But the issue I have is, you know, when teams start talking about, or, or I should say, excuse me, quote-unquote, league sources start saying things like um, what Dave Gettleman wants, and if the Browns are stupid or if they're dumb and they don't take Saquon Barkley at number one, this is the direction that they would go. Uh, it, it's absurd to me to hear that kind of talk because I, I don't think anyone who's smart within the NFL circle would sit there and say, yeah, you take a running back number one overall instead of taking a franchise quarterback. And to sit there and say that this, you know, this person is talking for David Gettleman, it's bizarre. And you know, we've, we've come into an, an age now in the media where it's really hard to believe everything that's written because a, a lot of the networks, a lot of the websites, even some of the best, right, whether it's ESPN or Pro Football Talk, they've stumbled of late with some of their reporting and some of the sources and not necessarily maybe corroborating all the things that they hear. And this is just one of them. Yeah, well, and there's also, there was another report that was out that there's the blueprint in work. This is a, a guy from, I believe, NFLDraftScout.com who said the, the blueprint is is in for a Bills-Giants trade where the Bills would move up from the 12th spot to the Giants at number two. And they say if it does happen, it's going to happen very, very late in the process, if at all, yeah. if the Giants don't get a better offer. Well, no kidding. Like, well, well, yeah, that's how this which, works. Which, by the way, <laughs> didn't we do a mock draft? Didn't we do an explosive mock draft? Of course draft? we did. It, it and what was that everywhere. scenario? What was that scenario? Did someone have the Bills trading up to number two overall with the Giants? Uh, I believe so, yes. Yeah. 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 Or no, uh, he, no, okay, see, I think you screwed up. You screwed up. Because I think you just uh, gave away a little bit too much information for mock draft, explosive mock draft version 3.0. Because in version 2.0, you had Bradley Chubb going to the Giants. Oh, that's true. I mean, yeah. Was it 1.0 then? I mean, we, we do so many of these. They yeah, just, you, they just... uh, the, the, trade, the trade that we had was the Jets, Jets moving Colts, up, yeah. uh, and, and, but, but the Jets making a trade to move up. But it's like, yeah, of course, like you, you could say that about anything. I could say right now the Browns are definitely taking a quarterback number one overall unless they don't. <laughs> like, what are, where, like what are we doing here <laughs> well and and, and so th- so this is what ultimately bothers me and this is why it comes full circle so the general manager for the giants david edelman had said 
you know, you, you take a guy at the number two overall spot that you could envision wearing a gold jacket. So it, it got me thinking this because, look, the draft is all speculative. And as, as much as prospects can look like a sure thing, like Saquon Barkley does, like Brad, Bradley Chubb does, like Quinn Nelson, the guard out of Notre Dame does, there's no guarantee. No. These are prospects. These guys all you know, have potential holes in their game. I mean, I'm not trying to be critical of Saquon Barkley, but let's just stop for a second. Just because he's the best overall prospect, based on his measurables and based on some of his highlights in his film, do you not remember when he kind of went quiet for a few weeks? Like, Penn State was one of the best teams at one point yeah. in the country, and then all of a sudden he kind of dropped off a little bit. Well, there were a lot of big runs, but if you actually look, I think if you go really, really deep in the numbers, which I mean, it would bore people to tears with, you, you can see that there was a lot of games where he had really, really big runs, but consistency wasn't always there. Yeah, and what they call that is, they call it basically like rushing efficiency, okay? Yeah. And, and, and how it breaks down is, and this is like what NFL teams look at, so this is why it's important, but look, if you have one 80-yard run, and then the rest of the game you have another you know, 15 rushes for 20 yards total, your rushing efficiency isn't very good. And what, what that does is it makes it difficult for a play caller because he's sitting there saying, man, we're not getting anything out of the run game right now. Like, we're getting just a little bit over a yard a carry. You know, you can't keep sitting there believing that 80-yard runs could eventually come. Now, maybe if you have a guy like, you know, Saquon Barkley, because you've seen him do it before. So maybe that's it's a little bit different in that case. But, you know, for me, it's like they, they want to see those four or five-yard averages per carry, and they want to see running backs be able to do that. Now, obviously, you want to have the ability to make the big play, uh, and that will come. But you're right. It was that. But, but even then, there was a stretch of games, and I'll go back through and kind of look, um, at the middle of the season, because we got to call some of Penn State's games. And you were kind of asking um, Coach Moorhead at the time, you're saying, you know, what, what do you attribute this to? And, and obviously he gets a lot of attention, but still, there's times when you'd watch him and you'd say, okay, like, if this is the guy who's going to be able to carry the load for a team, like the Giants, for example, who've had a bad offensive line, he better have some blocking. Because I don't care how good any running back is, if you're getting contact in the, contact in the backfield, you can only break so many tackles. You can only make so many guys miss in the NFL. Uh, eventually, they're going to get you down, and they're going to have an angle on you. And there's no way he's going to be able to overcome some of the holes that are in the Giants' offensive line or, or even the Browns uh, to some degree, even though I feel like they're actually better set uh, than the Giants are at this point. Uh, we do Hashtag have a tag uh, clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brady Quinn Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. We do have a little bit of bad news uh, to pass along. This is unfortunate. Uh, Bartolo Colon's perfect game is over the no hitter is over he is being pulled from the game the Astros drew a walk uh, in the eighth inning and then afterwards got a base hit to tie the game between the Rangers and the Astros one-to-one so Bartolo Colon has actually just been taken out of the game Uh, we do have somebody on location there in Houston to uh, to get a quick word with uh, Bartolo Colon, uh, so we're going to go live. This is our Bartolo Colon exclusively here on Fox Sports Radio. Moments after being pulled from a potential perfect game. Now you get me mad, Bobby, and in, and I got a surprise for you. I got disappear for a while. I don't go be there, but I'll be back. So, uh, so that is the latest from Bartolo Colon. <laughs> Just. This is like E.T. all over again. This is like the Elliot all over again. I don't know why you feel like Bartolo Colon looks anything like Andre the Giant. He's literally half his size. You're just inferior. 
Does that even make sense in that spot? Uh, you know, it's a bummer about a lot of this stuff. We can't even use it on the podcast. It doesn't even go around the podcast. So it doesn't sound as hot. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, look. So just for the record, we had the first first interview with Bartolo Colon after his near-perfect game, right? <laughs> Put that somewhere and smoke it. All right, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, um, I tried to do something, all right? I, I tried to do something, and I, I gave Brady a proposal several months ago, and he completely dismissed it, and he disrespected me, and he made me feel terrible on the air. But we're going to revisit that because it's turning out that maybe I was on to something. Find out what it is next year on FSR. What the hell is this? Jonas Knox, Brady <laughs> Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. So we are going to get to a uh, <laughs> little uh, little distracting uh, as Bobo is doing the sea walk in the other studio right now. So it's a little, uh, little disturbing. Uh, we are going to get to uh, something that, that was proposed on this show several months ago. I don't understand sea walking with the Ying Yang twins. Isn't that who that is? I, I, I I'm just throwing out terms, man. Those things do do not match. Well, well state the fact. Okay. Well, Thank first you, of all, I appreciate. Okay, you. first of all, it was announced earlier that Brady is the president of his HOA. So that's, that's a correct. big deal. Yeah. Uh, that's a big deal. In fact, somebody actually sent a tweet in uh, that I think sums it up uh, really, really well. Uh, this is from H uh, Bomb Speaks, who says uh, Brady Quinn. Top 100 prospect out of high school, excellent career at Notre Dame, Heisman finalist, NFL veteran, but nothing compares to the distinguished honor of being named HOA president. Congratulations, <laughs> Brady. You finally done something. Congratulations, Brady. That is a big time, man. It's true. Like, look, uh, we're still accepting name ideas for Brady Quinn. I came up with, because uh, HOA, I came up with the HOA constrictor. Um, I think <laughs> that, that sounds- one. That actually would be better used for one of your late night shows, <laughs> and I think it's a segment you call yeah. "Pro Wrestler or Porn Star." Yeah, which, by the way, again for the second straight year was stolen by the Ellen Show. Are you serious? Yeah, the I'm not se- kidding. So second it's Ellen every year. single year. Okay, yeah. I remember when you came up with the yes. concept of the show. Yeah, you were on. You were. I think you were the first was participant. Your, yes, because I didn't think it was going to work. I didn't, <laughs> and it was amazing. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to work. It was an idea I came up with, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, let me just try this and see if it works." And Bobo competed against some caller, and and then it just became a, a weekly segment, and everybody loved it. So now at the Ellen Show came up with something called Coachella Band or Porn Star. Oh, I wonder where oh, they got that idea from. Wow. Yeah. Bunch well, it was, crap, a, it was a station up north that was the first person to steal it. Oh, yeah. I lo- and I, plus my favorite is I had two uh, independent pro wrestlers try and tell me they came up with it. I was like, yeah, when did you guys come up with it? Like four months ago? I was like, oh, okay. Try 2015, Haas. <laughs> Go back to the indies. <laughs> Get out of here. You're steel folding chairs in your bingo halls. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so there's, there's that going on. But Brady uh, was named uh, earlier. Uh, he's uh, president of his HOA, so it's a celebration here at Fox Sports Radio. Big celebration. And we should also be celebrating the fact that the Timberwolves are back in this game. Yep. They've, they've cut it to one point. Well, uh, actually, the Timberwolves um, have – well, Ooh. it looked like they just took a lead. They uh, did. Yeah. So, and the reason we bring up the Minnesota Timberwolves, everybody, is because Live Bet Jesus, who is a valued member of the show, he appears every single week here on Fox Sports Radio. He makes live picks on the air while Brady and I are on the air. And he chose the Timberwolves plus 11. So now the Timberwolves are, are down by one, under nine minutes to go in the third quarter uh, against the Houston Rockets. So we will keep you uh, 
keep you up to date on that. I do want to tell you that we are brought to you by Granger. The products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. Also a reminder, very, very busy segment here. Also a reminder, we are going to play Headline or Lie coming up in about six minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. If you've never heard Headline or Lie before, you can be a part of it. All right, It's where Brady and I read you headlines. It's either a true headline or it's a lie. It's very easy. So we will look for two participants. It's been called the greatest game show in the history of sports talk radio while we're on the air in that time slot. So that is, that's been out there and that's been around for a little while. If you want to be a part of it, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369, headline or lie, in about six minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, uh, Brady. Yeah. Remember a couple months ago, I was like, you know, the NBA playoffs are going on, and I, and I threw out an idea to you, and you do what you normally do, and you, you laughed me off the air. Yep. And the idea I threw out to you was the NBA playoffs, the the four seven-game series – it's just not as entertaining as it needs to be. Needs to be. This is playoff basketball. We've got to. We've got to demand more. You know, start throwing out some ideas. And the idea I gave you was: what about we make the first round of the NBA playoffs three games, the second round five games, and then the conference finals and the NBA finals seven games? But I acknowledge that it's probably never going to happen because there's too much money involved, and the owners aren't going to want to give up that much playoff revenue. Yeah. Um. After seeing some of these blowouts, some of these just non-interesting games in the first round of the NBA playoffs, uh, what do you think, man? Maybe we revisit this, huh? Uh, yeah, the outcome of the games doesn't have anything to, to do with it for me. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm just, just being honest with you. Uh, I, I think if you really wanted to play into the uh, putting more on the line for some of these games from a competition standpoint, um, you just make a single elimination. Uh, and then that values – the regular season, because whoever had the better record that is the higher seed is going to have home court advantage for that one game uh, instead of a shorter series. And and then you go on playing from there. Uh, but again, whether it's your format or even going to a single game elimination series, sudden death, it, there's no chance. I mean, the NBA knows that the TV ratings will crush it from the playoffs, I think. Um, they've continued to go up, and they're going to maximize – what they can make off of those seven-game series, even though they're in the first round. And, and here's the thing. So, like, the Pacers, who beat the Cavs, yeah. who I believe, look, they're not the number one seed, but they're my favorite to win the East. Um, they beat them by 18. So it's a blowout, but it's, it's a shocking outcome. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't think the Pacers were going to beat the Cavs. LeBron James have, hasn't won an, an Eastern Conference first or hasn't lost an East, Eastern Conference first-round game in, like, five years or whatever it's been. So... Look, um, I, I know what you're trying to get at. I just think it's not broke. Why are you trying to fix it? Well, okay, because I think that it is kind of broke. And here's why I say it. it what is the best part of a seven-game series? It's game five when it's tied 2-2, game six when it's 3-2 and somebody's facing elimination, and game seven when winner takes all, loser goes home. If you open up the playoffs with a three-game series, you get that every single time. Every I time. Think, but I think ultimately, ultimately, what do you want to get? I want, you, I want you, interesting. 
Okay, but but interesting doesn't make it like interesting was our um, the NCAA March Madness was yeah. it not? I mean, I, again, I know you didn't participate in it because you didn't fill out half your bracket. Listen, uh, that, that <laughs> wound. Listen, that, let though. me tell you something. That wound was just about to heal, and you ripped the scab <laughs> off. Okay, now I'm bleeding. Yeah, there might be a little salt in that wound. Yeah. Um, <laughs> something but else no, too. What, <laughs> what we got was a non-competitive semifinal game, and you ultimately, even though I, I think in the end. Um, Villanova, Michigan was was a better matchup. We could have had Loyola, Chicago versus Villanova, yeah. and that would have been a drumming, a beating. So yes, it would have been interesting, but it wouldn't have been two of the best teams or two of the better teams in college basketball. If you shorten this series, you're not going to have a greater sample size of games to ultimately determine the best team, and that's that's part of it, right? There's obviously mm-hmm. a financial component, but the more games you play the more times the better team will win. So it gives you the better chance of having the best teams play each other for the, you know, in the NBA Finals or for the championship. That's the All other right. part of this that I think you're kind of leaving out. Okay, so, so what you're saying is that you still don't like the idea. No, I'm not. I personally don't like it, but okay. I'm not saying it doesn't have a, it doesn't have a little bit of weight to it, only I, because, I, look, there's a bigger variance between the teams in the first round. I got so if they, if they cut it to... Three games, I I wouldn't be that upset. Like I'm I'm on your side on this. If you really want to mm-hmm. go that route, uh, I just think it it leads to the potential of having a bad team actually end up upsetting another team, well, which guess. is interesting, but it doesn't make for good basketball in the second round. Well, guess what? What's that? I'm going to bring it up again next week and see if I can sell you on it then. All right? <laughs> Can't kill me. I'm the Undertaker. Good luck with that. Good I keep, luck I keep with rising that. from the grave. All right, so uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, if you would like to team up with Brady Quinn or myself for the hottest segment every single Sunday night anywhere on Sports Talk Radio, all you have to do is call 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. It's about to get wild here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Steve DeSager. Bartolo Colon was the story tonight. And, guys, I also got a clip of Bartolo Colon. After he exited, apparently he went straight to the snacks. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Bartolo Colon had a perfect game for Texas at Houston tonight through seven innings, then gave up a walk, double, and a sacrifice fly. The game is tied 1-1 going to the bottom of the ninth. Colon went seven and two-thirds, seven strikeouts, 96 pitches thrown. The Houston starter, postseason star last year as they won the World Series, Justin Verlander went eight innings with 11 strikeouts tonight. Earlier, Boston won again, Mets and Pittsburgh each with victories. Great news, there's a quick way you can save money switch to geico go to geico.com and in 15 minutes you could save 15 percent or more on car insurance as for the nba update the timberwolves with a strong third quarter start lead at number one houston 62 60 it's mid third quarter for the houston rockets center clint capella 20 points 11 rebounds 8 of 11 shooting earlier we had an oklahoma city win over utah in a game one 116 108 paul george with 36 points indiana's victor oladipo 32 points in a victory at cleveland 98 to 80 the pacers led by 21 late in the first quarter boston in overtime beat Milwaukee. Milwaukee 113 to 107 in the NHL playoffs wins for Minnesota and Pittsburgh and currently under two minutes to go it's now tied in DC Capitals have scored it's 4-4 against Columbus and the Golden Knights of Vegas an expansion team looking for a three games to none lead in the first round in LA tonight facing the Kings starts up in a few minutes back to you 
Thanks, Steve. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Um, so uh, we are going to play headline or lie just here in a minute. Uh, we have two remaining phone lines left of our 1,000. 998 of them are completely filled to the brim, all right? I'm serious about this. Uh, 877-99 on Fox if you want to be a part of it. All right, we're two more. That's it. And then we're cutting it all off. 877-996-6369. There is something uh, that, that is beneficial to us with the Minnesota Timberwolves playing right now against the Houston Rockets, Brady Quinn. What's that? Our boss, Scott Shapiro, is a diehard Minnesota Timberwolves fan. And they have not been in the playoffs since uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln was 16, I believe. <laughs> and so so with them being on television, there's no shot he's listening to the show, which means we can say whatever the hell we want. No <laughs> chance. Great. And Great. Uh, I, You know, look, I think they're, they're, they're a good story, and they're obviously... Me too! <laughs> they're, they're one of those young teams that... Uh, I'm kind of excited to see like what they look like after a couple more years if they continue to keep kind of adding little pieces here and there. But I, I gotta admit, I can I, I didn't even know Derrick Rose is on the team. I, I don't mean, even think he knows he's on the team. <laughs> I, think, I, I didn't realize he's bounced around that much. Like I obviously followed him once he went to the to the Cavs, and I do remember his stint with the Knicks. That was a little bit bizarre. Um, but now you've kind of got the like old Chicago Bulls of North uh, of, of North with uh, Jimmy yeah. Butler and Thibodeau and. Derrick Rose, he just he looks. It's it's sad to think about what he looked like at one point in his career. No kidding. He was in so Chicago good, and what he is now. He was so good. Uh, he was he was basically Russell Westbrook, except his body couldn't hold up. Like it, yeah. just the explosion and and him getting to the basket whenever he wanted to and being able to make plays at the hoop. Like he was Russell Westbrook, except Westbrook's he, body's held up. Yeah, and 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 he was on that trajectory. I actually think he was a little bit more explosive. Uh, Westbrook's a better overall player and yeah. shooter for that matter, but um, yeah, I mean his body hasn't you know didn't hold up, and he just watching him play. I was talking to Bobo before the show. He just he doesn't have the same pop, the same bounce to him, you know. And there's some to that. Like when you're a player and you when you've been at the top of of your game, and he has. I mean, he was an MVP, uh, and then all of a sudden you go through injuries. That's going to cause you to question yourself. But more so than that, when you come back and it's not the same. And you don't really return back to the same ability that you had before, and you know it, because you're you're so in touch with how your body responds when it can't respond the way you're accustomed to. You know that's one of the most defeating things is knowing that you know ultimately you're not going to be what you once were, and that that's the sad thing is you can tell just by his body language and how he moves. Um, he's he's never going to be able to get back to what he once was. All right, well, this is uh, this has been a just a really really fun conversation, but uh, that's the undercard for this. <laughs> News. Turn on the news. Is it a headline or is it a lie? Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn. All right. Every single week at this time, we play this game here on Fox Sports Radio. We will explain the rules here after we find out who is going to be teaming up with Brady or myself. Let's go to line number 344 where Sean is listening in Florida. Sean, what's happening? You can team up with Brady Quinn or myself. Brady Quinn. All right. Oh, let's do it, Sean. Screw you, Sean. Hey, Sean, you sober? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, that's a good honesty. sign. Honesty. Hey, look, that's honesty. That's a good sign, yeah. baby. There we Sean go. Sean and I are riding tonight, bro. Yeah, this is, is going to be a problem. All right, let's go to uh, Curtis, who's in Phoenix. Curtis, are you okay being my partner? Jonas, absolutely. All right, so here we are. Can I say the question for you real quick? Yeah, what's happening? 
Is there a chance that Brady Quinn could challenge the girl from Hawaii for pro wrestler and porn star? Ooh, well, you know, hey, Curtis, um, I'm glad you asked the question. I do want to get to that uh, later on in the show. We don't have time right now, but thank you for reminding me because that was one of the more uncomfortable experiences that I have had um, <laughs> oh, on well, radio. Yeah, I hope we can get to my uncomfortable. Yes, we are. A we lot can. of uncomfortable things have happened. Jeez. So yeah, Curtis, uh, Curtis, save that because we are going to get to it. All right, so here's how it goes. Um, so Sean is teaming up with Brady. Curtis is teaming up with me. Brady and I have a list of headlines here. It's either an actual headline or it's a lie. I'm going to read mine to Brady's partner. He's going to read his to my partner. They have to guess it. If we are tied at the end of this list, we go to sudden death overtime. Easy enough? Yes. All right, so here we go. Sean in Florida, you are first up here on Headliner Lie. You ready? Yep. All right, here we go. Headliner Lie. After the first intermission of tonight's Blue Jackets Capitals game, Columbus defenseman Jack Johnson was seen vomiting in a trash can and yelling, quote, that's the last time I eat anything my in-laws cook. Not true. <laughs> well played there, Sean. You're going to come in oh, handy here. Man. All right. <laughs> Well, this is, this is not going to be a good one for me today, huh? Hey, by the way, Brady. <laughs> Sorry, Brady. Hey, Brady. It's okay, Sean. I, hey, hey, I trust you. You're going to come back. Hey, Brady, who are Jack Johnson's in-laws? Uh, well, technically, that'd be like my sister and, and you know, me, yeah. for example, and my wife. <laughs> yeah, right, so, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, that works. Yeah. I see what you did there. There you it's go. It's okay. There's going right. to be some payback. Coming right, here. Hey, go. Curtis, uh, are you ready, brother? Absolutely. All right, let's do it. Headline or lie? Beijing, China. Tariffs on metal imports to the U.S. have increased cost of jewelry, in particular, thumb rings. That's a lie. Yeah, there it is, baby. Hey, don't let him shame me. That's thumb ring shame there. Curtis is dead sober over there. This is, uh, come on, Sean. We, we, right. we need to step up here, there Sean. There we go. Hey, Sean, just to have a, hey, Sean, what are you drinking, by the way? Oh, uh, Natty Daddy. <laughs> oh, you're drinking Natty Light. Well, hey, look, at least you're drinking the finer things. Uh, what, what's the matter? Uh, Penn's oil was out of stock? Uh, yeah. All right. All right, so this is uh, a <laughs> – all right, uh, Sean in Florida. Here we go, Sean. Headliner lie. Two uniformed female corrections officers in Denver were found groping each other in the back seat of a car near a 7-Eleven last weekend. True. Or headline. That away. <laughs> headline works too, Sean. That a way to come back. You know what, Sean? Don't listen to Jonas. If, if you can only remember true or false, that'll work too. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that at this point <laughs> that of, is uh, light. Of, the, of the night. All right, Curtis, you ready? Yep. Headline or lie? California man sues Quest Nutrition after having an allergic reaction to the new blueberry cobbler Quest bar, causing him to be impotent. Anything in California is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is a faithful listener. So, Curtis, yeah. let me start off by saying right. thank you for, for listening yeah. uh, every Sunday night. Yeah. You're so, welcome. hey, Sean, you got some work to do, man. You ready for this? Yeah. All right. So, Sean, you're in Florida, right? Yep. This is in your backyard, baby. All right. So, listen to everything here before you uh, take a guess. We want to make sure you get this right. All right. Here we go. Headline or lie? A former NFL quarterback was thrown out of an HOA meeting in Florida earlier today after he brought a flask of Jameson in and yelled, quote, I'll whoop anybody's ass in this neighborhood. Mm, I want to say true, but I think it's false. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, that's... <laughs> hey, uh, 
Hey, Sean. <laughs> Just let him go. Yeah, Just right. let him go, man. <laughs> yeah, so this is, uh, despite what Sean is saying, this is headline or lie here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Stocks oh, and Brady Quinn man. with you here. Uh, Sean's playing his own game, but he's drinking Natty Light, so, you know, nobody's perfect. All right, uh, Brady, uh, go ahead. <laughs> you take it from here. All right, Curtis, you ready? Yes. All right. California man arrested for assault after bludgeoning his victim for being called Non, the third of the Kryptonian villains, who is large but a mute. Boy, like the last answer, everything in California is a lie. <laughs> he's on fire, man. This Curtis, man. He is on fire. I, I, I feel like I'm giving him some layups, though, because he's a faithful listener. This Curtis, yeah, man. Every Sunday. He's good. All right, uh, Sean, you ready? Yep. All right. Headliner lie. Wax figurines of Mickey Mouse, Pluto, Winnie the Pooh, and Donald Duck were found stuffed with crystal meth by Mexican drug traffickers recently. That's true. Yeah, that is. Wow. That is a headline. Well put there, Sean. That is a headline. (laughs) How did I know Sean was going to get that correct? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) Where did did you hide that Winnie the Pooh, Sean? Just just curious. Oh, (laughs) All right. I'll take that. <laughs> Good answer. We'll get that off the air. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Curtis. Oh, we didn't need that. Um, po- <laughs> here we go. Police say a, con- a Connecticut man with a crush on Taylor Swift robbed a bank and then went to her mansion and threw cash over the fence in an attempt to impress her. That's a headline. Jeez, dude. Man, holding on to that lead there, Curtis. He's on fire. All right, so here we go. Hey, Sean, here's the situation. You guys are down by a point. You need to get this correct or else it's over. All right? All right. All right. Let's do it, Sean. Sean's fading fast, everybody. This is uh, – how long have you been drinking for, Sean, by the way? Uh, 20-some years. <laughs> you know what? That wasn't hey, great hey, answer. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Sean. Hey, I yeah. believe I believe it, man. <laughs> so here we go. Oh, this uh, is the greatest call ever, <laughs> Sean. I gotta give you credit, man. All right, so here we go, oh. Sean. Uh, big fan, Brady. I, I played with Clint Johnson, but all right, okay, yeah, Clint. Oh, all right. Uh, here we go. Uh, here we go, uh, Sean in Florida. All right, to stay alive in the game, Brady Quinn's partner, Sean in Florida. Here we go. Headline or lie? A newspaper called the Dublin Villager in Ohio, released a study this week showing that 69% of local football players admitted to cross-dressing in their downtime. No. No what? <laughs> I think he's saying that. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, you're right. It's 89%. <laughs> Wait, why did he give him the – he got that right. He got it right. He got it right. Yeah. He got it right. What, what are we doing back there? Who's that? Roberts? Boba? What are we doing? No, no, no. That, right. that, no he got it right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> There you go. There you go, Sean. All right, Curtis. It all comes down to this. You ready? Yes, sir. Classic video game legend Billy Mitchell has been stripped of all of his high scores when the gaming score authority, Twin Galaxies, discovered Mitchell's use of emulated game software. Ooh. Pressure's on, huh? We'll go with live. Oh come on! Oh, Overtime, baby. Damn it. this! I love this. This All is right. my favorite part. All right, here we I, go. I didn't think we we're gonna get here either. Sean, yeah, you still there? I didn't either. 
Yeah. Yeah. Hey, by the All way, right, if, buddy. if we play any longer, uh, Sean's going to set his phone down to go get a beer, and he's and he's going to pick up his shoe to keep playing the game. All right, here we go. Uh, all right. Sean um, and Curtis, here's how it works. I'm going to read the headline or the lie. You guys, your name is your buzzer. So if you want to take the guess, you've got to ring in with either Sean or Curtis. All right. Your name is your buzzer. The first person to ring in will get the opportunity to at, to answer the question here. Is it a headline or a lie? And if you get it right, you win. If you lose, it's over. All right. You ready for this? Yes. Here we go. Yeah. Sudden death overtime here. Headline or lie? Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. Headline or lie? A recent report shows that the average age of fans that attend a Tampa Bay Rays game Sean. is... Oh, hey, Sean, I wasn't done, man. I, I, I like the strategy, though. Jesus. <laughs> Sean, what do you got, man? <laughs> like, I think Sean, Sean's answering a, a question. Uh, somebody asked him what his name was four years ago. He's just now getting to it. All right, now here we go. All right, so we'll read it one more time. A recent report shows that the average age of fans that attend a Tampa Bay Rays game is death. Curtis. Curtis in what? Phoenix. What? Why are you giving Curtis. him for a stick? Sean already rang hey, in. Curtis in Phoenix. Listen, he did it the right way. We don't accept no. cheaters here on this show. Well, I wasn't cheating. Right? He's you got a 50% the... shot. He's yeah, he... to hear the rest of it. He's using PEDs. I don't know oh, what you want me to do, Brady. Hey, Curtis, long. headliner lie. Lie. Yeah! Just no. Don't give him the bell. Yeah. This is tainted. Sean rang in first. Jonas is trying to play by his oh, own man. rules here. This where, does, is where does the time go? Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, a very awkward situation in the NFL will happen for you here on FSR. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the uh, Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, there's great news. We have a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Still buzzing from uh, one of the more memorable <laughs> headline or lies that we've done here on Fox Sports Radio, oh, where a, a gentleman on the air wasted a gentleman on the air. We asked, hey, uh, how long have you been drinking for, man? <laughs> uh, 20 years. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't really what we meant. You know, like we're talking about, you know, today. <laughs> so tonight yeah like, like like just right now so that was uh, uh that was oh, a lot was of fun amazing. yeah that was, that was amazing. great <laughs> um by the way do you think that uh that sean who said uh, he had been drinking for 20 years do you think he was actually covering up his real name and his real name is daryl worley Oh, you think that's man. uh how that's for a transition, uh, that, that huh? Was your, that Professional was your segue, transition. Huh? Yeah, uh, that's how it's done, baby. I'm, I'm gonna let you uh, <laughs> take care of that one on your, on your uh, own. Uh all right. So Daryl Worley, uh formerly of the Eagles now, he was traded in the offseason from Carolina to Philadelphia. Apparently the story on Worley is that and he's from the Philadelphia area, that the police found him, according to the NFL network passed out inside a vehicle that was blocking a highway. And so when they the police got him and it was a 6 a.m. arrest, he became combative reportedly with police. They found a gun at the scene. And, um, yeah, the incident took place near the Eagles facility. And so the Eagles, uh, after a couple of hours of thinking it over, decided, you know what, this is a little bit too much too soon, and they released Daryl Worley. Thoughts, Brady Quinn? Yeah, I mean, I think there's times when, you know, you go back home, and that's, that's kind of what this was for Daryl Worley, um, that are good and bad. And for some players, they, you know, they get around some of the, the guys that used to hang about, you know, hang around back when they were in college or high school and, you know, maybe used to run around, get in trouble with, 
And unfortunately, sometimes those guys, they haven't changed. I mean, we've all been there, right? You go back home, you know, you, you see some of your friends, and, and you look, and you're like, man, these guys are still doing the same things we were doing in high school. And, you know, sometimes you, you have a hard time because you're loyal getting away from that crowd. And that's, they don't always have your best intentions in mind. And there's a reason why sometimes you're able to, you know, get past, um, you know, where, where those guys are at in life and be able to, you know, go play in the NFL. And so sometimes being away is good. And, and when you have to go back home, you get influenced by, you know, those sorts of people. But that's not to make an excuse for him. I mean, yeah, again, well. he's surrounded by or should be surrounded by people who are a support system. But this is one of those mistakes that, you know, he's going to end up regretting because uh, stuff like this hangs with you for the rest of your career. Yeah, well, especially on this show. He's not going to hear the <laughs> end of it on this show. If you're, if you're Daryl no. Worley, I wouldn't listen to this show, man. That is going to be a, a constant theme as we uh, continue to, to reset that story throughout. All right, so Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Live Bet Jesus appeared earlier. He had the Minnesota Timberwolves plus 11. They are only down one now. This looks like it might be a fourth straight week that he wins, Brady Quinn. I sure hope he can. I really do. Yeah, so, so do I. I mean, so does he. Wait, what? We got more next on FSR. So there are several teams in the NFL that are in a really, really good spot, and I don't know if anybody has really thought about it like this. We're going to tell you who they are coming up here in just a couple of minutes on Fox Sports Radio. He is Brady Quinn. I am Jonas Knox coming to you always from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, The game coming down to the wire under six minutes to go in Houston where the uh, Houston Rockets have a three-point lead over the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think this has been a much better game than a lot of people anticipated. But if you just look at it based on seeding, you would say, all right, well, this should be uh, this should be an easy one for Houston. An 18, an 8 seed trying to beat a 1 seed isn't really – I mean, that's, the, that's not really that yeah. impressive. But if yeah. you actually look at the standings in the Western Conference and look at how close all these teams were to each other, 3 through 8, you realize – that Minnesota could could also, if they won a couple of more games, been a three seed and not an eight seed. So I, I always anticipated this was going to be a better series than people thought. Well, so it kind of leads you to the conversation of like, don't you want to see more of these sorts of competitive games in the first <laughs> round? That's not a blowout, or no, that's not what you proposed earlier. No, right? no, no. Oh, no okay. I actually want less. Uh, let, let's get right to it. All right, <laughs> look, hey man, maybe maybe you're oh, in. Oh, it's so easy. Listen, it's so easy to mess with you. Listen, maybe you're in. To big long weddings, you know, maybe you want those long weddings that go hours and hours and hours, or, or or really long flights that go a real long. To, like maybe you're into that stuff. I'm not. Get me in and out, all right? And the flight too. <laughs> I uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Okay, later we will. On. We'll talk about that right. later on. Uh, all right. So, um, also Brady Quinn, your brother-in-law, Jack Johnson. Uh, not the uh, that that hippie surfer who plays bad music. The uh, the real Jack Johnson, the hockey player in Columbus. They are in overtime against the Washington Capitals, tied at four piece. Are you nervous? Yeah, um, I, I think you know they won game one. Same thing in overtime. And actually, if you look at the history of the Blue Jackets, they're a better overtime playoff team than they are winning in regulation. They've only won like a few games. Uh, in regulation in the playoffs in their in their franchise history, they're, but they're a much better team if they get into overtime. So, two things: one, they need to continue that momentum, that history, but also I think in the series, if they could go up two overs the Caps, 
I mean, it kind of just plays on the idea of, you know, the Capitals are bad once they get in the postseason. They're just one of those talented teams that just seems to kind of fall apart oh, yeah. when it matters most. And for Columbus, if, if this is a young team, if they can get momentum and all of a sudden they, they go and take on a team like Pittsburgh or some of the better teams um, you know, on their side, like it, to me, I, I think it, it, would, it would do a lot for them moving forward because, again, they haven't had a ton of – they haven't really had any success – in the postseason. So yeah. this kind of momentum is something that they need to build off of. To sum up the Washington Capitals, for you uh, non-NHL fans out there, which is majority of you, to sum up the Washington Capitals, they are the guy who wears white jeans and eats too much fiber that day. All right? You know how that's going to go. All right? <laughs> we know how that's going to go. It's not going to be a pretty look. So no. that is the uh, Washington Capitals and their playoff history summed up. All right, so I want to, uh, to get to something in the NFL, Brady. That I, I actually want to propose to you because – I think that people we've been hearing for a couple of years. You and I have talked about it. How you know before last year's NFL draft, you know we knew who the top quarterbacks were perceived to be, whether it was Trubisky or or Deshaun Kaiser or Deshaun Watson or Mahomes. We knew who those quarterbacks were, but the thinking was this isn't the year to take a quarterback. It's 2018 when you've got Rosen, Darnold, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, all these quarterbacks in the draft, and so. We've been hearing about this quarterback draft class for a couple of years, and so all the conversation is about who's going to move to the top of the draft to try and align themselves with one of these top four quarterbacks. You've got the Browns at one. The Giants are sitting there at two. There's rumors of them moving out of there or taking a quarterback. The Jets are clearly taking a quarterback, and potentially the Browns maybe move out of four to, uh, to try and take a quarterback or to, with a team that wants to take a quarterback. So that's all the conversation. But can I make an argument that – if this is a really good year for a team that needs a quarterback at the top of the draft, say the top 10, isn't it also a great year for the other teams in the top 10 that don't need a quarterback? Because they're going to have their pick of whatever drops. And isn't this sort of a, a top-heavy draft class as far as the top top end, top 10, top 15 picks? Yeah, I mean, I, I would make a case that if I was going to put together a list of just overall prospects based on you know my film evaluation and, and grading, um, from from having played and the things I look for as far as the skills that um, translate over to the NFL, I don't know that I'd have a quarterback ranked in the top six or seven. I mean, I swear, which it is would be, which is gold for the rest of those teams. Like no, the Bucks, it's Colts, it's amazing. Bears, it's amazing, and and it, and it makes sense for it. It works both for both team both ways, right? So the Bucks, the Bears, teams like that, because what they can do is. Because this is such a quarterback-rich draft, and because of where the Dolphins sit at 11, the Bills sit at 12, the Cardinals sit at 15, which those teams could potentially draft a quarterback, they can all move up. They can move up with the Bucks to 7. They can move up potentially even with the Colts at 6. Because those teams are going to say, it's okay, I'll move back to, let's say, number 11 with Miami Dolphins if I'm the Colts. Because I know my roster needs more talent. I know I need to find a way of getting more picks to build. And I, you know, I know I'm going to be able to get a really good guy at 11. Because if four quarterbacks go in the top 10 picks, and I sit there at 11, I'm getting one of those game-changing players. I can you know, Probably not Saquon Barkley, probably not Bradley Chubb, but maybe Quentin Nelson, maybe Minka Fitzpatrick, Denzel Ward, Derwin James. There's a lot of guys you could start to throw into that consideration. Uh, Roquan Smith, the linebacker, Vita Vea, uh, the D tackle out of Washington. I mean, there are some studs. And, 
you know, you're looking at those teams who aren't taking a quarterback who are going to benefit from it. And I think that's why I can't wait to see the draft this year. I think there's going to be a lot of movement. And, you know, I, I, everyone kind of holds their cards close to their vest right now. Um, and I think once the draft starts, that's where I think the phone's going to be going crazy off the hook with teams looking to move back, move up, and trying to make some stuff happen. I was thinking about this. Um so Saquon Barkley was the darling of the combine and all that. And I think yeah. this is there's a realistic possibility that if you think the Giants move out of number two, depending on where they go, with a team that wants to take a quarterback, and say the Browns move out of number four because a team offers a grip the day of the draft because they want to get up there and they want to take one of the top four players and it could be a quarterback. There's a realistic chance that Saquon Barkley could end up with like San Francisco or Oakland. Like, that's not that far-fetched. And all of a sudden, if you're San Francisco or Oakland and and you're Kyle Shanahan and John Gruden, Saquon Barkley falls to you towards the end of the top ten. Like, that's why I was thinking, man, if I was one of these other teams on the back end, say five through ten, I mean, I'm basically going to get a great player that's going to have an impact day one just based on the run of quarterbacks at the top. And, And that's another reason why. When we look at the, the first round of the draft and the potential prospects, and then you hear these rumors, like kind of what I touched on before, when you hear a quote-unquote league source is sitting there saying things that a general manager like David Gettleman would say, and, and they're almost kind of like quoting like these are comments from Dave, David Gettleman, even though they're not, in regards to Saquon Barkley, you have to shake your head because you know who that comes from? His agent. That's what they do. They manipulate the media to try to pump up or talk down on other players. Because you know teams at this point in time, they're not going to tell you what they're doing. Are you kidding me? I mean, they're not going to show all their cards. The only team that could tell you exactly what they want to do is Cleveland at number one because they control that pick. Yeah. And if they wanted to right now, if they have their minds made up, they could probably sit there and say, this is who we're taking, but they won't do that for a couple of reasons. Um, one, I, I don't think they want the Giants then to ultimately control the draft once it starts. Uh, with the number two overall pick. Uh, and, and also, I think the NFL obviously wants them to wait so they can try to capture that drama and capitalize off that drama instead of knowing ahead of time who that guy is going to be. I can't believe, and I thought this was just crazy talk, the um, Josh Allen going number one overall, and then more and more people have come out. Uh, Bucky Brooks was on uh, Fox Sports Radio this week, and he said, if you just follow any of John Dorsey and his track record, he always takes the player with the higher upside as opposed to the sure thing. Like, that's just been his reputation if you look at the at what he does in the draft. I can't believe that Allen would be the pick. Like I'm, and, and the more that I'm reading, are, are you buying? I know you did your explosive mock draft, and you had Sam Darnold. Are you, are you buying that as a realistic uh, a possibility of that happening, Allen going number one? Yeah, of course. I mean, look, he's, he's got a skill set, a frame, and an arm like no one else in this draft, and like not many we've ever seen. So because of that, you have to take that into consideration that he's such a talent, even though he's raw and even though there's some fundamental things you have to work on, it kind of reminds you of who John Dorsey helped take last year for the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. What did everyone say about him? Unconventional offense. They ran the air raid at Texas Tech. You know, he's got a crazy ability, arm strength, better athlete than people give him credit. He's big, but, you know, they didn't win a ton of games. And there's times you may you saw him make decisions that you'd question. Those were the red flags on Patrick Mahomes. And with Josh Allen, it's his accuracy. And it's, you know, why didn't they win more games? Um, some of his fundamentals. 
But when you actually look at him as a prospect, if he has time to develop, you know, he's got more upside than all these guys because of that arm strength, because of what I think they can make him into. The NFL is kind of like this. What a lot of teams love is what they feel like they can make a prospect into. You know, some teams will look at players and say, he kind of is what he is. Like, I don't know how much better we can make him or, or if he'll be able to improve that much. You know, he kind of is what he is, and they'll have to have a team out around him. Some teams feel like that's harder to do, and that in order to find that difference-making quarterback, he's got to be a guy with superior talent, superior arm strength, superior size and athletic ability. Josh Allen has all those traits. Yeah, it's uh, and, and you wonder if that's just laziness, or maybe they're not doing their due diligence and thinking, how can we improve this guy? You know, we just want to finish product, and I wonder how many players end up in wrong spots just based on that analysis alone and based it's, on that evaluation. You know, I don't think it's that simple to predict. I think it comes down more than anything else to the situation, circumstance they end up in. If you look at John Dorsey's track record, whether it you know stems back to what Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, yeah. Rodgers had the chance to sit. If you go back to even last year, Patrick Mahomes, Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes had the chance to sit. Like, every single time you go back through and you look at those, those quarterbacks he drafted, even though Mahomes started one game at the very end of the season for Kansas City, he got to sit for 15 games. And then he got to learn from a guy who was playing at a really high level in Alex Smith. That pays off its dividends. If they draft Josh Allen number one overall, he's probably going to need a chance to sit. And they've got the ability to do that because Tyrod Taylor has game experience. He doesn't turn the football over, and he's essentially on a one-year contract. So, you know, those those things kind of fit within the idea that, yeah, they could take Josh Allen number one overall, and he could be the guy that they eventually turn the franchise over to in a year. Guess what, Brady Quinn? What? The Columbus Blue Jackets have done it! The Columbus Blue Jackets have won in overtime. They are now up two games to zip. On the Washington Capitals, that is a big deal on this show because Brady's brother-in-law, Jack Johnson, not that hippie, pot-smoking <laughs> surfer who kicks hacky sacks around and drinks Corona Lights. The other Jack Johnson plays crummy music, but the hockey player, Jack Johnson, Brady's brother-in-law, is a winner and up 2 nothing in his series against the Washington Capitals. Yeah. What a I'm day, excited man. for them. I'm excited for the city of Columbus. <laughs> Obviously, grew up there. Um, so it's the, it's the kind of success that you haven't seen in a while. And obviously they play, um, the winner of the Penguins and the Philadelphia Flyers. It looks like it's probably going to be, um, the Penguins, the way yeah. they're playing. So that, that'll be a fun matchup. Yeah. It always, there's always that, that kind of heated rivalry between like Cleveland and Pittsburgh or Columbus yeah. and Pittsburgh. So yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah, and uh, I mean, what did you be an HOA president? I mean, this is just uh, a huge day for uh, the family, man. All right. Big day. Go. Big day. All right, we've got we've got a break. Seriously, like Bobo, can we break now? Jesus! All right, uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, uh, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, we've got a story that involves an NFL quarterback, speculation, a theory, the demise of a franchise, and steroids. Find out who that is next on FSR. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes, a uh, a wild story, a wild couple of stories out of the NFL involving uh, potential demise of a franchise, Super Bowl champions, NFL quarterbacks, and steroids. So we'll get to that here uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes. 
Also, we're going to be debuting a brand new segment on the show here in less than 10 minutes from now. You excited, Brady, the debut? You excited? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been waiting be for this for a long time. Yeah. And, and look, let's let's remind everyone, we used to do a segment called Over-Unders. Yeah, let's remind them all. Let's do it. I, I, I beat your ass so bad in uh-huh. Over-Unders, you basically came up, much like how tonight's headline or lie went, you basically yeah. came up with the idea that we just shouldn't do it anymore. Yeah, well, we should get rid of the segment. You know, I, I apologize for not wanting to be a punch-drunk boxer in my later years, and I knew to throw in the towel early. Okay, At there's, least you're willing to admit it. Uh, At look, least you're look, now it, willing it, to admit it. It's why they always say sometimes you got to save a warrior from himself, and um, and I had to be saved. I could not win any anything because you know I was getting cheated again, so I, I had to if, get out. If, if, if that's how you want to handle this, yeah. if you want to admirably just admit you're getting your ass kicked and, and you didn't want to have to mm-hmm. continue to take that beating for the rest of your life or for the rest of the you know, time we work together. Yeah. Uh, th- that's okay. I'm yeah. okay with that if you're willing to admit that. Man, ever since you became president of your HOA, you're just a pain in the ass. You know that? Just a giant <laughs> pain in the ass. Oh, boy. By the way, we have got ourselves a developing situation, not HOA related. We've got a uh, developing situation, and not Patrick yeah. Reed wearing his master's jacket at the Houston Rockets game. What, what is a, with that? What a tool. Oh. It's, I mean, it's kind of awesome, but, uh, man, that's got tool written all over it. Um, the Houston Rockets have a three-point lead against the Minnesota Timberwolves under nine seconds left, and they just threw the ball out of bounds. So now Minnesota is inbounding the ball. Never mind the fact that Live Bet Jesus had the Timberwolves plus 11. Um, that looks like a lock for four weeks in a row. Oh, yeah. Um, Unless it goes into overtime yeah. and all of a sudden all it right. gets out of good. hand. Good. There, Brady, delivering the good news again. Well, no, I'm, just, um, I'm, I'm stating the possibility of that happening. So here we go. And the last time we were in a playoff game involving a Minnesota team while we were on the air, it was the Vikings who pulled off the miracle in uh, Minneapolis. <laughs> we, we didn't close the door on that one, did we? Uh, no, we didn't. Um, <laughs> so now we've got uh, we've got a <laughs> – yeah, what <laughs> – yeah, we probably. Oh, his <laughs> foot was past the line anyway. Yeah, that is. That was uh, a miserable attempt. Yeah, it not, was a two anyway. Yeah, not a good look. Um, so oh. now here's here's the situation. So the game is over. They're going to run the clock out. It is a wrap, and the Houston Rockets win 104-101. But you know what that means, everybody? Oh yeah. Where's Madonna at? Where is my Madonna? Come here, come here, beautiful lady. Come on, sing to me, sing to me, because he has done it again, everybody. Live bet Jesus. Has done it again four weeks in a row. He is on fire, man. And and I got to say, it was a risky proposition, okay? I thought it was too soon, but I was wrong. He was right. Live Bed Jesus has come once again to save the day and and help bring you money. I mean, that's what he's doing. He's putting money in people's pockets. He's making those pockets happy, if you know what I mean. Well, it's why Live Bet Jesus proclaimed... Earlier in the show, Live Bet Jesus, he tried to tell you. He gave you a warning. He tried to say to you, Brady. He tried to say to the rest of the country listening on Fox Sports Radio. He tried to tell you all to make sure that as you get ready to listen to the pick that he's about to make, Live Bet Jesus gave you simple instructions. And he says, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you think you are. Nobody... Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like a well-oiled machine. Oh, um, man. All right. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so let's get to a, a serious topic here because I, I, I think this is um, – I think this is uh, – this is really uh, – and, and this is kind of sad. And, um, and I hate to, like, you know, 
you bring the show down a little bit. But um, Mark Sanchez got popped for steroids. And, PEDs. Um, yeah. PEDs. Okay, let's whatever. just say that. Okay. We don't know specifically what it was yet, do we? Okay. Steroids. Um, but he got popped for uh, for performance-enhancing drugs. What do you think? What do you think it was about, Brady? I mean, he he didn't play at all last year. He didn't even suit up. He was uh, the the veteran leader in the quarterback room there in Chicago with Trubisky and Mike Glennon, and he didn't play at all. So what do you make of Mark Sanchez getting popped and suspended for four games for PEDs? I got one thought and one thought only. What's that? The guy's got a great head of hair. Okay. It has to be something in regards to that lettuce up top, man. Some sort of performance-enhancing hair product. That's the only thing that can come to mind. Maybe he got popped for that. Uh, Because, look, when you look that good and you got that kind of hair, when it starts coming out, and believe me, we've all been there. Like I remember being in Denver with Kyle Orton, and he'd take off his his helmet, look down, and he'd go, see, more quitters. And that'd be all the, little, all the hairs <laughs> that would just come room. out in his helmet. He'd just call them all quitters. And, and we'd sit there and count them up and be like, yep, yep, I, I got a couple coming uh, out there too. By the way, uh, Kyle, Kyle Orton's just a giant tree hugger, right? Like he's all about uh, the environment and, th- and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I wouldn't you know, call him a giant tree hugger. He, he tend to have more uh, liberal views, if oh, okay. you will. Yeah. Right. Tree hugger sounds better, though. I mean, I'd rather be called a tree hugger. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like to put people in boxes. You okay. Know? All right. Well, I, I like to put you in a body bag at okay. Over-Unders, but that's over now. <laughs> that, so. All right. That's the good stuff there. Um, uh, but did, did you ask Kyle Orton, did you ever have a chance to ask him about the picture that came out when he was at Purdue where he looks like um, he passed out in midair and he's holding a Jack Daniels bottle? Have you seen that picture? <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen no, it? I, I didn't ask him that okay. either. That, that didn't come up over the list of, of conversations we had over All the right. years. I will find it and I will tweet it to you. That's the least I okay. could do. All right. All that right. is the least I could do. All right, so Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the uh, Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. What a, what a night, man. I mean, Brady gets named president of his HOA. <laughs> Jack Johnson, Brady's brother-in-law, wins in overtime against the Washington Capitals as a member of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and Live Bet Jesus just won for a fourth week in a row. It's, it's like, incredible. Like, I mean, you could have said it was a miracle yeah. with that last part. I mean, the Live Bet Jesus thing was probably the more unexpected thing mm-hmm. to happen. I mean, to win four yeah. weeks in a row. Yeah, he hasn't done uh, But the Blue Jackets yeah. and the presidency of the HOA, those were more expected, had a much higher probability. Yeah, and, and as, you, as you thought, the show couldn't get any better than it already is. We've got a brand new segment we're going to introduce. We, we are going to introduce you to a brand new segment. That is coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, speaking of greats, speaking of one of the goats, ladies and gentlemen, you bow and you pay your respects to the great Steve DeSager. No, nobody was better than James Harden tonight. He owned it, and Houston, because of him, wins game one of the playoffs, 104-101 against Minnesota. Harden with 44 points out of the 104. It was Houston Rockets radio with this. Shoots for three, got it! 
What a play by James Harden again. And he had eight assists from three-point range. Harden tonight, seven for 12. The rest of the Rockets were three for 25 from long distance. They still take game one at home. Oklahoma City won its playoff opener over Utah, 116-108. Paul George with 36 points from three-point range. He was eight for 11. Indiana's Victor Oladipo with 32 points in a win at Cleveland, 98-80. to LeBron James hadn't lost a first-round game since 2012. He had won 21 straight until today. Boston in overtime beat Milwaukee 113-107. Celtics in a close game on free throws were 24 for 27. Al Horford, 24 points. Terry Rozier, 23. Marcus Morris scored 21 points. In the NHL playoffs, the late game in L.A., The Vegas Golden Knights, who are up two games to none in the series, are losing 1-0 after the first period against the Kings this evening. Columbus with the overtime win at Washington, 5-4. Blue Jackets up two games to none in that first rounder. Minnesota now trails two games to one after a win at home, 6-2 over Winnipeg tonight. Pittsburgh up two games to one after winning 5-1 at Philadelphia. The finish of NASCAR's race was postponed to tomorrow on Fox TV, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Major League Baseball had games in five cities postponed by bad weather. The Red Sox have already postponed tomorrow's scheduled day game. They're going to run the Boston Marathon in the rain and about 40 degrees tomorrow. Tonight, indoors in Houston, the ball game with Texas and the Astros went 10 innings. Texas takes it 3-1. The big story, the big Bartolo Colon. He had a perfect game through seven innings, then a walk, double, and a sacrifice fly to start the bottom of the eighth. Eventually, his team does win. Colon turns 45 next month. Last year, his record was 7-14 with a well-earned ERA of 6.48, yet he was phenomenal tonight. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. We have got great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. So uh, Brady and I were, were noticing something, and a lot of it happens this time of year where you look around and there's a lot of BS out there, right? A lot of rumors, a lot, yes, of, a lot of stories. Yeah, and so, it, I mean, it's fun. You know, I like it because it stirs up conversation and you can kind of make fun of these stories that, are, that aren't true. But there are some stories that do have some legs, some, do, some stories that do have a little bit to them. So Brady and I thought, why don't we come up with something to where Brady and I, as the BS detectives, the BS brothers, if you will, are going to sort and sift through the garbage that you are fed all throughout the week with a little bit of something we call this. Every week there are countless rumors in the world of sports. Here to tell you which are credible and which are crap. Are the BS detectives themselves. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Brady Quinn and Jonas Knox. Oh, baby. Yeah, like here we it. go. little Depeche Mode there. Some yeah. uh, is the bad little policy of truth. Get it? Truth, huh? A little policy of truth. All right, here we go. So Eric Roberts, our executive producer, has found some headlines, some rumors, some, quote, reports throughout the course of the week. He is going to fire them off to us here. And Brady and I are going to discuss whether or not they are credible or whether or not they are crap. Eric, what do you got first? All right, guys, we're going to start with the NFL, all right? Um, Rob Gronkowski is going to miss the opening of the Patriots offseason program. It's uh, a report's coming out that he's not going to be with the New England Patriots when they assemble for the first time after their you know first offseason program since losing in the Super Bowl. Um, it's a, should we ask a question? Is this crap, it's credible, it's cre- I mean, credible, I mean, credible yeah. or crap? All right, so here, let me. Um, you want to take this first, Brady? I'm going to be polite. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm look, in a good mood. Look, this is credible. 
And, and the reason being is this. For other organizations in the NFL, right, a lot of other places besides the Patriots, I would say, like, you know, this isn't that big of a deal. Um, this is kind of crap. But for New England, it matters. And there's there's a reason why Gronk, and, and it's not necessarily, I guess, been from his his mouth. He, he's talked about wanting to contemplate, you know, retiring and, and reevaluate things. But there's been a lot of rumors. There's been a lot of smoke. So I think there's something more to this. And the fact that he is missing uh, the start of the offseason, it tells you something. This is credible. Uh, yeah, I think it's credible as well, too. How how much we should read into it, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I, I, I'm i not surprised by it. I think a lot of the conversation about the Patriots and the demise of New England, I think, is a bit overblown. The one that came out, uh, you know, with Danny Amendola, there was a report that came out uh, where Danny Amendola talked about how bl- pl- paying for Bill Belichick, playing for him was, uh, you know, he can be an a-hole sometimes, and it was not easy, and it's like, but in the same article, he even said, but it was worth it because we won a couple of rings. So yeah. I just I think a lot of this stuff is overblown with the Patriots. But I do buy the uh, Gronkowski story as credible. Yeah. All right, guys, sticking in the NFL. Um, now a Dolphin, Danny Amendola says Patriots contract offer fell significantly short. Hmm. Um, I mean, that's that's credible. <laughs> it's like it's not like the Patriots are known for really shelling out the big bucks. Um, for everyone, and it's it's credible in the sense of I'm sure it's one of the reasons why, you know, he decided to go down to Miami. Maybe that, maybe you know, some of the coaching or different, you know, differences in coaching style and all that, uh, and going to you know play for Adam Gase as opposed to Bill Belichick. But you know, ultimately, it's going to come down to what kind of impact can he have on, on the Dolphins? Because one of the reasons why I think the Patriots want him to take a pay cut, he's a guy who hasn't necessarily been that healthy. Yeah, and, and you know, Bill Belichick. Wants guys to practice. He wants them to, you know, get a sense of what they're going to be during, you know, the course of the week or what they're going to look like on Sunday. And, and I don't know that Amendola can at this point in his career practice as much as he would need to to make Bill Belichick comfortable. And I also, I mean, look, the Patriots aren't in such a terrible position. Like it's not like the Dallas Cowboys getting rid of Des Bryant and they're pretty much screwed at receiver based on what they've got on the roster. You're going to get Julian Edelman back. Um, Malcolm Mitchell's coming back, correct? Uh, Cordell Patterson is there. Gronkowski, you're assuming, is going to be there. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a, a, just a lost cause there in New England. So I wasn't surprised that they didn't, they didn't offer him something. I was surprised the Dolphins, if it was significantly more than New England, I was surprised at that. If anything. All right, guys, so. switching over to basketball now. Reports are saying that Kawhi Leonard is expected to miss the entirety of the NBA playoffs. Um, Greg Popovich is now saying. You should ask his team or his group of people those questions. Um, credible or crap, guys? I mean, again, it, it sounds credible, yeah, right? Credible. They, I got, mean, they got problems. They got a lot of problems. <laughs> and, and I think anytime, look, Greg Popovich is a straight shooter. He doesn't BS. He doesn't walk around, um, you know, stating the facts of, of where things are. And I think this is where Kawhi Leonard and the San Antonio Spurs are. And, and I'm sure there's a lot of frustration for both sides of this, but this is definitely credible in the sense of, you know they're, they're going to be losing their best player uh, after the season, and yeah, and it's it's a pretty uncomfortable situation now because then you had players on the Spurs calling out Kawhi Leonard. You've got people there in San Antonio saying, "Well, we cleared him, but he, you know he's still not ready to play." And Kawhi Leonard's not really talking, and and Greg Popovich keeps referring to him as his people, so he's kind of painting him out to be a bit of a diva, and it's going publicly. 
And so when this stuff goes publicly, and you know from being in locker rooms, when you see a story where somebody takes a shot at somebody else publicly in, in, you know, in front of the media over and over again, how do you think that plays out in the locker room there in San Antonio? <laughs> Not too well. I have, mean, have you seen anybody throw down after somebody goes publicly and rips another player or a teammate or a coach? You know, no. I mean, I, I've seen players go at it before, like in meetings, uh, especially film sessions, because those get pretty heated, in particular in the football <laughs> world. Um, and, and the locker room, unless there's something happened in practice that spilled over. Typically, I mean, look, guys are so physically tired and just want to, you know, move on to whatever the next thing is or get home to their families that there's not a ton there. It's it's more of like, honestly, in the offseason, if guys will bump into one another, uh, maybe at a club, maybe out there in Vegas or something like that, sometimes you hear some guys kind of chirping back and forth, and that's where things tend to get a little bit feisty. All right, Roberts. One more from Eric Roberts, the, the final story here on Credible or Crap. All right, guys, I don't know if this plays into the Credible or Craps kind of game we're doing here, but this is what just seems like a fun story that I wanted to get out here. PETA not sympathetic to PGA golfer who missed cut after hitting bird with tee shots. <laughs> That's <don't> crap. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. That's crap. Then, I'm sick of PETA. Let me give you the, get a let life. Me give you the story real quick, guys. So uh, Kelly Kraft was at, was at the PGA Tour event over the weekend, and he hit his tee shot. He said he thought he had a clean tee shot on a par 3 14th hole that hit a bird mid-flight, and he missed the cut by one stroke. It's crap. Anything involving PETA, get a life. All right? <laughs> Seriously, get a life, what? man. Why is this even an article? I mean, one, I feel bad for the bird. Yes, of course. I, so PETA um, issued a statement. They saw they caught wind of it, of course. And they course. issued a statement and said, PETA's glad the bird is okay. Sorry Kelly Craft didn't advance, but that's not the bird's fault. Of course, he would have advanced if he played better on other holes. Practice, practice, practice. You know what I want to do? Uh. This would be a fun segment, Brady. Next time you're out here in L.A., we'll see if we can line this up. All right, because I know we're going to do Edward Fortyhand someday, but we've got to get this done, too. <laughs> I want every member of PETA, every single member of PETA, to come into the studio here. I want to strap them all up to a lie detector test, and I want to ask each and every one of them if they've ever had a cheeseburger before. That's what I want to do. All right, we're going we're gonna to find out who the hypocrites are here on Fox Sports Radio. That's oh, what the BS I, brothers do here on FSR. Yeah, and, and, and what I'd like to also do, too, is then just have a stack full of hamburgers sitting there waiting <laughs> for us like, to just crush in front of them. Probably get while in and out to cater, in and out yes. comes and cater <laughs> yeah. for us for the night. Perfect. Hey, hey Peter, good to see you guys. Hey, we're about to have a wing-eating contest. You want in? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so that is uh, the inaugural edition of uh, – Credible or crap here on Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox uh, here on FSR. Um, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, this is shocking. This this is something that has not been told anywhere else on radio or television or anywhere. And I'm not embellishing that when I tell you. A former NFL quarterback, you will be stunned when you find out what the lowest moment of his entire life was. Shocking details coming up next here on FSR. And boom goes the dynamite. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. So coming up here in just a couple of minutes, we have got a shocking story that has never been told on radio or television or anywhere before. A story from this weekend in the world of sports in which an NFL quarterback is calling it the lowest moment of his entire life. So we will get to that here coming up. And I don't think I've oversold that at all. 
So we are going to get to that here uh, coming up in uh, just a couple of minutes on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we do have great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Uh, Chris Plank and Arnie Spanier will be with you in about 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. And I know that to be a fact because Arnie Spanier won't stop texting me. Really? So, yeah. What's he saying? Um, he's just being a ball buster. It's what he does. He's just he's a pain in the ass. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, and but here's the problem: is that Arnie's a pain in the ass from October till about May, which coincides with what the weather is the worst in. Uh, where does he live? Vermont or uh, where does where does Arnie live? Like Baghdad or somewhere like that? Where does where does he live? <laughs> um, Arnie. Cuba. Yeah, it was something like that. Uh, Sarajevo. I have no idea, but uh, Arnie. Yeah, yeah, that right there. And um, <laughs> touching that, and uh, <laughs> so it, it sort of coincides <laughs> with the weather. And so he's just a giant ball buster and a pain in the ass. So he's been harassing me on social media, um, and and rightfully and, so. Yeah, and, and and via via the text line. So. There's that. Okay. He told me something about he live bet Sal or something like that. He's yeah, do. It, like oh, that's the other no. thing. <laughs> the jokes get worse too uh, as, as the weather gets <laughs> with uh, with with Arnie. But uh, but no, it'll be uh, it'll be fun. Uh, Chris Plank, Arnie Span, you're coming up uh, about 11 minutes from now. Uh, good show. Make sure you stick around for that. Now, it's been a great night here on the show. I mean, it's, it been, a, it's been a great show. I mean, yeah. we started out with the crazy announcement where Brady was named president of his HOA, yeah. which uh, which I, I gave him the nickname after, because, uh, you know, HOA, I gave him the nickname, the HOA Constrictor. Yep, that's which, correct. Which I think is really going to start to catch on. T-shirts coming soon. And then we find out that Brady's brother-in-law, Jack Johnson, of the Columbus Blue Jackets, Columbus beats Washington in overtime to take a 2-0 lead in that series. Live Bet Jesus had the Timberwolves plus 11, and he won. So you go, man, this is all like just a, a great, great, great show. But unfortunately, the show was just one portion of the weekend. Brady, would you like to fill in the blank as to what else happened in your weekend that we can all sort of sink our teeth into and, and just get a good listen as to what Brady's weekend was like? Yeah, I would describe it as saying it was the one of the lowest points, if not the lowest point, of my life. And uh, that's not hyperbole. That is the truth. I, I became something that I, I never imagined would happen. <laughs> and we've all been there, right? Because we've all flown on a plane right. before. Yes. And at some point during our travel, we've come across a family who has a baby or, let's say, an, a toddler, maybe an infant who will not stop crying. And for most out there, they're aggravated by it. They're like, please get me off this plane. I can't take this anymore. Uh, it's, this, this feels like torture. And oh, by the way, that is how some people torture inmates, right? They, they make them listen to a baby crying for hours and hours. Well, we were that family this past weekend. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> we were... Just dealing with a child who was exhausted and was inconsolable at that point. I mean, I, we couldn't feed her. We couldn't give her um, you know, anything to drink. We couldn't <laughs> figure out what she wanted to watch. We couldn't even hold her and walk her up and down the aisle. She was inconsolable. And, and we were that family that everyone is like looking at, asking, what is wrong with you? Why can't you get your child to stop crying? 
shut her up. <laughs> and I, I, I've never felt more defeated in my life. I, I really haven't. Like, like both my wife and I at one point, we just kind of had our heads kind of you know down in our hands. And we were looking at each other like, we have 50 minutes left in this plane flight and we, and we can't get out of it right like if how, you, how soon into the flight did the first scream start and how long afterwards did it continue for from the daughter without exaggeration we got on the plane a nice lady came up and gave uh, our daughter sloan a coloring book and we pushed back from the gate she was pretty much done with that coloring book by the time we pushed back oh and so at that point, we're giving her food, we're giving her stuff. To, I mean, nothing, nothing could help because because a lot of people that I've talked to about are like, oh, maybe it was her ears, um, and and we're well aware of that. Like we've traveled a decent amount with yeah. our child, we've never experienced anything like this before, uh, which is why we immediately, as we got off the plane, once we got to our destination, because we were going to a wedding. Um, we immediately started canceling trips that we were planning on bringing her along with. So it was, I, I'm telling you, I don't care if it's, you know, it was losing to the Baltimore Ravens, getting goose egged at home when I was in <laughs> Cleveland and throwing a couple interceptions. Like, that didn't even compare. Like, I, I would have taken that feeling after that game uh, over, over this moment at any point in time ever. Like, it was, oh, it was miserable. I, you felt helpless. Like there was nothing you can do because you can't pick her up and try to walk down, like up and down the plane and move around because then all the people in the back of the plane are pissed at you for walking that way. And you can't go up front because you're not one allowed to stand there, but the flight attendants don't want to hear it. Um, and, and another thing is to kind of just kind of tie a bow on this thing. She was on the, the floor. Like she was down at our feet, like trying to like crawl <laughs> under seats in front of us. And I kept thinking to myself, that might be the top three dirtiest places ever. Like the, the footing of, of or the ground of like, you know, an airplane. It never gets cleaned. It's ridiculously dirty. The first oh. thing we did when we got to the hotel uh, was bathe her. And I was so disgusted. I was like, I love this thing so much. But in this moment, I am completely defeated. Now, was there any thought to, you know, because at, at what point into the flight were you like, man, I need a drink? Well, first off. Um, my wife is pregnant okay. and she can't drink. All right. So it doesn't really help when what does that you're have to the do dad. With you? Yeah. Well, it, it doesn't really help when she's stressed out, upset, and then you're drinking, right? Like that's just, it's not a good look. Uh, I wouldn't go that route. Future advice oh. for you. If you ever enter this situation, okay. uh, that's, there's not going to be a good outcome for you. Yeah. Um, but no, good. later on, I, I definitely made sure I enjoyed a, a nice drink or two. Well, you know what, man? All is gone. You learned your lesson and you had a successful show. How do you feel? I feel fantastic. Mm -mm. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.